Hi, I'm Chuck Lowry. And I'm here to talk to you about catheters. Let me tell you why. I've been a part of some life-changing moments. That's it. You got it. And I'd like to continue by telling you about Medical Direct Club's virtually pain-free catheter, the self-lubricating, the polished eyelet, and the pocket catheters. And if our catheters aren't virtually pain-free, then we'll pick them up for free. I'm Chuck Woolery. You know, if you live long enough, we all end up with a little arthritis pain. It doesn't smell, it doesn't burn, it isn't greasy, and most important, it works. And I'd like to continue by telling you about Medical Direct Club's virtually pain-free catheter, the self-lubricating, the polished eyelet, and the pocket catheters. And if our catheters aren't virtually pain-free, then we'll pick them up for free. Hey guys, wanted me to do a review of my drive jacket, so I'm doing it right now. Basically, I'm just going to outline some um, cool things about the jacket, and I'll just talk about how it feels and whatnot, and how it's very comfortable. Anyway, um, it's got a nice little tag here with the logo from Drive Steady Clothing. I got an XL, and uh, it's. And it's not really tight, but it's, I don't know, it's not uncomfortable, but it's a tight fit. So, I mean, if you're a large in shirt size, order a large. I mean, don't go for a medium. Go for what you wear in t-shirt size, definitely. Or even a size bigger, depending on your body frame and whatnot, body weight. But, uh, it's very comfortable, very comfortable fabric. It's quite shiny. Very nice. It's got a, a zipper. You can zip up all the way. And then it's got a little button here that, uh, snaps. Looks pretty badass when it's, like, fully zipped. And, of course, what is essential for a drive jacket to have the scorpion on the back of course this is the stealth version that's the one from the original motion picture it's it's white with a golden scorpion this is of course black with a gray scorpion I ordered this one because I it matched with more of my clothing of course see I got sweatpants right now that are black and I just got a lot of black clothing over there and there Anyway, this is a fantastic jacket. Thanks, I'll put it on. And, uh, you guys can see how it looks. Hear that? Yes, There's not a soggy pad on there. That's all the way round. Okay? Can you hear that? On the balcony, you can hear that, right? Yeah, yes, yes, and it's intact, right in front of your very eyes. I have a wedge. Oh, thank God. Of a beautiful apple pie. And the flavor? The flavor's amazing. You like singing about drugs. Is this because you like taking drugs, you see? No. 
it's because um, I can't carry when I go through customs. I figure somebody in the audience. Were you searched by our customs men for drugs? Oh, no, because I don't take any. No drugs at all? Mm-mm. And yet you sing about them. I'm high you, on life. You want people to take drugs themselves. Is this perhaps why you sing about drugs? Oh, yeah, I want them to take drugs. Why is this? Because it's better than Monopoly. Would you describe yourself as a decadent person? No. How would you describe yourself? Average. It said, it said in your release that we were given this morning that you like lying to the press. Uh, why is this? Now you're doing it now. I didn't say that. The release did. Well, you're a man of few words. Why is this? I don't have anything to say. Do you like meeting people, talking to people? What message is it that you're trying to get across? I don't have one. Would it be right to call your music gutter anymore. rock? Gutter rock? Gutter rock. Oh, yeah. Lou, you sing a lot about uh, transvestites and sadomasochism. Um, how would you describe yourself in the light of these songs? What does that have to do with me? Well, could I put it bluntly and pardon the question? Are you a transvestite or a homosexual? Sometimes. Which one? I don't know. What's the difference? You don't get it, but you're laughing. That's what it's all about. Doesn't matter if it's funny. Doesn't matter if anybody gets it. It's funny. Take all the time you want. Laugh about it tomorrow. Laugh about it in an hour. Back, get it? Hey, it's the best show. What's up? Hey, it's me, Tom, here, back in New Jersey, in the studio with Dudio and Pat, featuring musical guest, Slaw Dog. What was the name of your band, Pat? Yeah. They live. Is they live back coming back anytime soon? So a little bit of a hiatus. Catch it when you can see it, man. Pat's band's very good. They live. It's a tribute to the movie they live. Very funny. But rocking. You go there, they play, you get a couple yucks, you get a couple rocks. Two of each. And then they they do their thing, they blow the doors off the place, and then, they, then they're gone. It's over. You don't get no more. They roll out, man. They're out. That's how you got to do it, says the person who does a three-hour show. Don't overstay your welcome as we enter into hour 4,000 of content. Whatever. 
What do you want me to do? Mike's not here this week. He is on assignment. Hopefully we will uh, catch up with him at some point. Um, yeah. Phone number 201-332-3484. Who, uh, tell you all the topic tonight. Mount Douchemore. Now you're asking, what's that? Well, it's Mount Rushmore. But it's, 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 it's douches. Right? Who would go on your Mount Douchemore? Four, four people. Who would be the four faces carved into the side of that, of that, uh, and that, Jason, you know how they say there's no such thing as a dumb question, right? Can I ask a question? I think it's, this might be a dumb question. There's no such thing. Mount Rushmore, right? That's man-made, right? That's because the rocks didn't just take that shape. That would have been an amazing coincidence. That they would have taken the shape as four leaders of America. That just like rain would have shaped that. You're sure. You're positive. Like, uh, yeah, that's uh, 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 Washington, uh, Jefferson, Lincoln, right? And uh, uh, Roosevelt? Teddy. It's Teddy Roosevelt. Think they put Franklin Roosevelt on that thing? That commie bastard? They put him on the thing. I thought it was na- man-made. I was not a hundred percent sure if it was, because I could still just picture like that's what happened with the rain, and like the the hail, right? Could shape that. Pat, is that a dumb thing? That it's man-made. That it wasn't man-made. You think I'm joking. Well, I'm not. That's the sad part. As a wise man once said, Who is the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Remember that? The words of hiding from stormtroopers. I also want to say, what a, what an, what a, uh, you, you watch the movies of Alec Guinness. You get to realize who this guy was. And you realize Star Wars is probably the most demeaning thing he ever could have done. This great, this legendary actor who invented, pretty much invented British comedy. And now he's got to put this brown robe on, jump around with some light stick. And fight a guy in a in a smog mask or whatever he thinks it is. He's just like, why am I going through this? Like, I did the lady killers. I did kind hearts and coronets. Why am I out here in a brown robe with some surfer kid 
and a garbage can, a flashing garbage can. Like the great Michael Caine said when they asked him if he saw Jaws 4, the movie he was in and was filming when he won his Oscar for Hannah and Her Sisters. They said, did you see Jaws 4? And he said, no, but I've seen the house that it bought and it's wonderful. Who's good here, Pat? Let's go with one. We'll start off. We'll go. We'll go the right way. Best show. Hi. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Going good. Um, who's this? This is uh, Mike in Nashville. Mike in Nashville. This guy is uh, an up and comer. He's turning into a regular. I'm happy to hear I'm up and coming. That's very yeah. nice to see you. So what's going on, right. Mike? Not much. Glad to hear you're back in Jersey. Yeah, let me just say we heard uh, Daughters of Sorrow from uh, the new Pornographers that started us off there. That's uh, from their album Together, which is on the Matador record label, Matador Records. Uh, great record label, great band, great song. Everybody's great. So, Mike, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm back in Jersey. Feeling it. Feel that Jersey. Hey that yeah, that Jersey tood comes right back into my bloodstream. So what, what, what's going on with you, young man? I'm not much. I just got back from work where I uh, took a croissant home, and I haven't had, like, bread in a long time. So eating that croissant, I feel like complete trash right now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm why, not feeling why, good. Why, you, you going easy on bread? What, are you in training? I've been I've been trying to lose weight, which I have been actually. Good bread. Bread's a fast way to lose weight. Yeah, man. Lost like thirty pounds. I'm very happy with. Good for you. That's great. Thanks, man. So you ate you ate a croissant, and now you feel like garbage. I feel like garbage. Yeah, there's there's a reason I stopped eating that. Yeah. All right, man. Let me say this to you, Mike. Mike, it is right, Mike. It is Mike. Mike. I've been away from the studio for a few weeks. What do you think happens when I reach for the 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 industrial sized jar of peanut M and M's? What what state do you think the lid was on them? Oh, they were wide open. Oh, it was, it was as loose as could be. It was as loose as could be. And I reached in. What's that? Oh, I'm not saying who. I don't, I don't know who it is or isn't. I'm just telling you the lid was loose. That lid was as loose as can be. I reach in, I grab one of these peanut MMs, and it's like got that that mushy, exposed to the air quality. Oh! If I'm gonna eat this junk, at least it should be crisp. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Thank you, Mike. You get it. Of course. Of course. So, what, to yeah. what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Other than your, I have, your bread adventure. Other than my bread adventure, I do have uh, my Mount Douchemore ready. Who is on your Mount uh, Douchemore? There's a couple ties, but we'll, you know. Uh, and I feel that people, of, well, we'll get, you just do yours. You do yours. I, I, I didn't say anything. Go ahead. Go. All right. No problem. Uh, sorry. Uh, 
So up first is uh, the pioneer of modern douchebaggery, Don Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. He's got to be up okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next is a tie between three people that I like a lot, so it hurts, but I know they're douchebags oh, deep down in my heart. I know what you're going to – you better not say – You, I swear, I'm telling you right now, Mike, if, if these three people – if you're going to say Pat, Jason, and Mike, <laughs> I'm going to – hang up on you i'm telling you right now don't you say it i promise it's not those guys don't you those say guys it. are very nice to me yeah they are that's what i mean if you said it you're out you're out you'd be out for a oh, year i'd ban you for a year so i would ahead. be extremely upset so what do you why, okay well, well who's who's the three uh it's jim morrison mm-hmm. uh lou reed lou reed Lou Reed, I've been reading this uh, this book about, uh, like, the, uh, I've been reading, you know, uh, Please Kill Me, that book? Yeah. I've been reading that, and every single person who met Lou Reed was talking about how much of a douchebag oh, he was. Oh, no. Oh, no. He wasn't nice to the, he wasn't nice to the punks <laughs> who were making fun of him. He gave them he gave them their own attitude back because he invented it. Oh no. <laughs> That's the third retort, yeah. And uh and the third guy on the tied with them is Morrissey, which hurts a lot. So Morrissey, Morrison and Lou Reed and Ed Hardy. Those are, uh, Morrison, Lou Reed, and Morrissey are all tied for one spot. I had to choose, or I'm, I'm having very much, I'm having a lot of trouble choosing. Well, you just because, did. You can't, you can't have these seven people on your Mount Douchemore. Okay, you're right, I'm sorry. You're going to try to pick three people in one slot? I was hoping maybe you would help me decide. No, I won't. Oh, you okay. blew it. No you problem. blew it, Mike. Yeah, I got it. Best show, hi. Hey, what's up, Tom? Not a whole lot. Who's this? This is Scott from Blue Island, Illinois. Hold on a second. Scott from Blue... Where Where on earth is... Well, I'm assuming it's in Illinois, Blue Island, So Illinois. it actually it borders the south side of Chicago, and it is very New Jersey-like. I think you would love here. So it's a Chicago version of New Jersey? Well, I would say it's it's where we start to go toward it, it borders the south side and we start to get towards northwest Indiana mm-hmm. and it's you know maybe industrial and and whatever looking but it's really a beautiful place and I think you would love it. Tom. Have you been to New Jersey? Uh I've been by. The, so that's a no. That's a no. You've been by. What's that mean? Been by. You you landed at Newark Airport? Pretty much. Yeah, you can see the state. You can see it. Okay. Okay. I've been by. You look out the window. You see uh, smokestacks. That's not. Well, that's kind of what it's like down here. Well, that's not what New Jersey's like. That's the one spot. They okay. put that there. To I scare, know. That's they, what I'm saying. They put that there to scare you people from coming here. Well, that's what they think about down here. They think about down here in the south suburbs, the south side of Chicago. They think that, but it's actually a wonderful, beautiful place. You guys all think you're so tough in Chicago. No! 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 And you know what I'm tired of hearing? I listen to this uh, ba- basketball talk uh, radio on uh, my ra- my radio, on uh, the Sirius uh, uh, satellite, XM radio satellite thing. 
and it's the ex, it's the NBA station, right? And then they'll they'll have talk to these general managers of the different NBA teams, and the, every everybody thinks their city is a tough. Well, you know, we're trying to put a team together that really represents our city. It's a real tough team. It's a working class team. First of all, it's not working. No, there's no such thing as a working class NBA team. Everybody's making seven million dollars on it. There's no such thing as that. Everybody's rich on it. The worst guy has made more money in one year than most humans make in a lifetime. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. But they're always just like, we're in Detroit. You know, we need to put together a team that's like a tough team, a blue-collar team. Grinders. It represents Grinders. Re- well, what do you think your city is? I heard the guy talking about the Chicago Bulls. This it's a tough team. We're putting because this, this is a tough city, and we need a tough. What is this? A Dodge commercial, <laughs> or a basketball team? <laughs> I, I, I mean, know, well, how man, tough I is it? Look, I know there's horrible crime there. That's tough. Eh, but that's not what you, you know got in. Have... Oh, not really. Maybe you might want to check no. your newspaper. No, <laughs> not where I live. We have a, we have everything. We have all the nice things. Yeah, not in, your, not in your backyard, huh? Right. Not no. in my backyard. Not in my backyard, Tom. Well, it's not a brag. You're not supposed to brag about that. Sorry, that's an insult. Can I give you my do- my mouth? No, no, no. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still hammering you on. Okay, Chicago. no, no, no. Of course. So you all think you're so tough with this thing? What's so tough about it? The lousy pizza? Oh, Is your yeah, stomach well. ache? You got to lay down. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Fair what what time. is so tough outside of the actual tough parts of it that you you brushed off with a a wave of your of of your your gloved hand? Hey, I live in Blue Island, not Chicago. What's blue? This Blue Island. This sounds this sounds fishy to me. No, no, it's it's a real place. No, it sounds it's like a, a way to it sounds like a way for you to keep the poor people out. You call no, it Blue Island. Oh, God, no, Tom. Are you from Blue Island? Woot, woot. Right? Woot, woot. Woot. No. You from Blue Island? Let me see your driver's license. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? You're not from Blue Island. What are you doing in these parts? Right? Is that how it goes? It's kind of the Blue Island. That's kind of the, 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 the way it shakes out there? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. All right. So tell me what about your Mount Douchemore, my friend. All right. Well, we were talking about basketball, talking about sports. I want to put Skip Bayless on there, right on the left. Okay. Sports sports uh, uh, pundit Skip Bayless. Sports pundit Skip Bayless. And then uh, Vince Neal. Vince Neal, Motley Crue frontman and uh, architect of a vehicular homicide. And especially hearing your Las Vegas story about that whole thing, yeah. Owner of Vince Neal's uh, rest, uh, his bar, which I don't know which is worse, that his bar sold a forty ounce uh, uh, alcohol. The toilet. Uh, the, what, can I say the thing? Sorry, Tom. What do you think I'm doing here? When I start spreading out and taking my time with it, what do you think I'm forgetting what I'm going to say, or do you think I'm painting I'm, a picture? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm painting a picture. What are you, the guy who screams stuff out? Do you know the punchline of a joke you scream? I literally at? just listened to it today. That's why I'm so sorry. Oh, you're a clown. You're a clown. You're really not repping Chicago very well, or Blue Island. I'm sorry. You're not repping Blue Island. He doesn't sound like he's from Blue Island. He's not. That's not a Blue Island uh, 
accent I'm hearing. Right? I could tell up I could do the Chicago accent even worse if you want. Let me finish this thing. So yeah, so if yeah. Vince Neal's bar in 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 uh, Las Vegas sells a toilet shaped uh, drink, uh, it's a drink housed. It's a forty ounce drink housed in a plastic miniature toilet. <laughs> and I don't know what's worse, that he would sell that or that he would run out of them. I don't know what the worst thing because I went there and they didn't have them. What's what's the bigger offense? Putting that on the menu or not ordering enough of them? Hey, you're having a good time over there. Right? Um, Zach Baggins, ba- Baggins, the Ghost Adventures. Zach Baggins. I don't know who that Baggins. is. Zach Baggins. Is he one of the hobbits? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a guy. He's like he's like a big like muscle guy, and he goes in and like in, inspects ghosts and like ghost. And what's the name of? It? He's on a TV show. Ghost. It's called Ghost Adventures. I think it's on the tra- it's on the Travel Channel. Ghost Adventures. Yes, that's a great moment when the uh, when they have to have that meeting at the Travel Channel and be like, "Hey, it's not enough for us to show traveling anymore. Um, let's start putting some ghosts in these shows." <laughs> hey, I thought then, I, I thought a they... great. Hey, sorry, Tom. Sorry, I thought a great moment would be if we did a travel log, would show people uh, going through South America. Great idea. Uh, I have a better idea. Uh, why don't we just shoot in a uh, dumpy house and uh, and have the muscle man go around uh, looking to punch ghosts? Yes. <laughs> One guy's and like, we can film the thing. We could film the thing in uh, South America. We really make it look very filmic. I thought we could get some real great. Yeah, that's a, that's a really cool <laughs> idea. Um, what if I give you guys some uh, some uh, uh, some flip phones? <laughs> what if I give you guys some? Uh, what do they call those cameras you put on a, on a snowboard? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Oh, GoPro. We'll give you some GoPros. Strap them. We'll give you some GoPros and some and some duct tape. And you can tape the GoPros to your hat. And then you could go through this house and just pretend you see ghosts. And then we'll have a muscle man show up and say he's going to fight the ghosts. That's that's you pretty much got the synopsis of that show. So that's the third one. Who's the fourth one? Uh, Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, baseball superstar uh, and uh, a steroid enthusiast. Juiced author. Author of Juiced, his his memoir about taking steroids. <laughs> Correct. That's a pretty impressive Mount Douchemore. Thanks, buddy. Beshow, hi. Hi. Hi, who's this? 
this is this is Paige from Los Angeles. Oh gosh, I'm trying to turn off the thing and it's not turning oh, off. Oh, wow, Paige, you got to figure. Come on, no, Paige, I you can do that it. Bad. Paige, come I on. I did it. I did it. There I did you it. Go. You got it. I knew you could do it, Paige. Thank I you. met Paige before. Yes, you met me in a moment of panic and excitement. I met you at the Murmur Theater in Brooklyn, New York. True. Where Sharpling and Worcester were performing the 20th anniversary of Rock Rotten Rule. Two sold-out shows. I flew, in, I flew into New York specifically for that. Well, that's the, one of the nicest things I've ever heard. I'm not kidding. Thank you. It's two sold-out shows. Nick Cave played there one show. Sharpling and Worcester, two. <laughs> not saying we're twice as popular as Nick Cave. Saying he just didn't want to do 40 shows there, which he could have sold out. Hiding, riding. Give me, uh, give me, uh, do you, Paige, do you have anything for the topic tonight? I don't have anything for the topic. That's all right. Something pretty weird I wanted to share with you. All right, let's hear this. What is it? All right. So if you have Google Chrome on your iPhone and you open it up and it gives you a bunch of like recommended news stories based off of what they think you like. Mm-hmm. And recently I've seen some been popping up that are about Led Zeppelin and always have the word awful in the title. Say that again. They're about Led Zeppelin and in the headline, it also, it always has the word awful. And I, if you go into Google, I, I wanted to see what it's about. You go into Google and you click on news and you type in awful Led Zeppelin. Okay. It'll say things like, it's so weird. I took a screenshot so I could be prepared. And it says awful, like Led Zeppelin are awful. awful. No, Robert Plant abandons terrible Led Zeppelin performance or awful picture of Robert Plant with hand injury. Mm -hmm. And, And they're all from this one blog, and it's very weird. Robert Plant with a hand injury. I have, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I have no frame of reference for what you're talking about, Paige. So it's just like clickbait? It, it's, it's clickbait, but it's like a Led Zeppelin icon using wheelchair for awful reason. And so it's just uh, they keep using this these loaded words, awful and terrible. Yeah, and it, they keep showing up for me, and it's a very strange thing to just, like, why are these people just, there's always Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It must be the algorithm showing up on your thing. You keep clicking on these Led Zeppelin things, so it gives you more of them. <laughs> I was like, what is, what is this awful thing? I, I only clicked on one, and now I'm doomed. That's all it takes. You're in the algorithm now. Yeah. Now it thinks you like um, stories about Led Zeppelin being terrible, and it gives you more of them. It generates them for you. Robert Plant makes awful Paul McCartney wife claim. And what could that possibly be about? I don't know. I'm scared to click on it now. Yeah, because you'll get 10 more of them. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know, Paige. Weird. So what's going on? What What's what's your summer going to be like? I'm stuck in an office. I'm currently uh, snuck away to a conference room. And so now it actually looks like I'm doing something in and busy because I'm in a conference room on the phone with you. 
Okay. You look like you're working hard, but you're hardly working. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You got to get that way, especially in these summer times. Um, Somewhat best show related, I know you like to, or you have talked about the MyPillow guy before. Yes. Um, Great man. I, I actually tried my pillow. And uh, you tried it like tried sleeping with it, or you just smushed yes. one in a store? No, I purchased. You bought one, and they're not cheap, right? They're not cheap. It was a mistake. How much did this? Um, how much did this? My for for people who don't know, <laughs> my pillow is this infomercial for the cord cutters out there, right? For the cord cord cutters yeah. who don't know what commercials are anymore. There's this infomercial called My Pillow. And My Pillow is a uh this this dude who invented is invented a pillow, whatever. He and he made this pillow, he's so proud of it, and he always wears this blue shirt. And he's always got wait, who is it? I me? I'm always wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> you have a pillow? I didn't invent a pillow yet. I invented a blue shirt. Doesn't invent a blue shirt. So he. Um, you should sell blue shirts. Oh my God! Could you imagine how much money I'd make? You would. Ma- you'd make a best show logo on like where they put the little like seagull or like horse or whatever yeah. the little best show logo best show on logo. a blue pillow yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'd wear one. I like it, Pat. He left. He's ordering a pizza. All right. Well, I was going to ask him to go into production with these uh, blue shirts. Guess that business just dried up on us. So this my pillow guy. He's got this blue shirt. He's always got a, his cross prominently displayed. Which whatever you know. But he's he's but he's he wants you to know. He wants you to see it. He wants you to see the cross. And he's got this mustache. It's very bushy, right? Is that fair to say? Very, very bushy. So he sells this pillow, and he's always like, my pillow, it's called my pillow. It's the best pillow you'll ever get. You'll get a great night's sleep with my pillow. So tell me about my pillow. You bought one, Paige. I bought one. I actually bought two. You bought two. So um, how much did they? So you you got you get like a deal, right? If you get two of them, you get a deal, and it's still expensive. How it's much? Like how much did that set? Bucks, you? Fifty bucks for 50 two. Fifty bucks for two pillows. Yikes! Uh, yeah, yeah, yikes! You can say that again. Um, so this is the thing: you get like a hundred days to test it out, mm-hmm. and I think it's a scam where the longer you have it, it just. You think it's good, and then it just gets worse, and then you uh-huh. hit 100 days, and you're like, this pillow is unusable. But you think it's good at first, and now we're stuck with two my pillows. You're past the 100-day mark. Oh, we're past the 100-day mark. Um, and it, it was, one of them came in handy. My cat kept going into his, like, kitty condo, where he should be going, but he was eating it from the inside. So we Your cat was eating it. my pillow. <laughs> No, no, he's eating his kitty condo. When he went inside of it, there's like strings, and he's eating it. So we yeah. stuffed it with my pillow. Okay, so you really and... hate these pillows. <laughs> yeah, it, it saved my cat, but it's a horrible thing to sleep on. 
would not recommend it. Three Wouldn't. out of ten. Yeah. So so you the first night you get this my pillow and you lay your head on it. What's what what kind of what do you what's the reaction? So there's a few different levels of my pillow. There's like the the white, yellow, green, blue, from least firm to most firm. And uh that you put in like your height and your weight and if you sleep on your side or your back and basically they gave me the second softest one. And if you sleep on your side, it just covers your face and you can't breathe because your face sinks into sure. it. Sure, yeah. So it only works if you sleep on your back the entire night and mm-hmm. don't move. Okay. And then the next one up from that is stuffed to the brim. Like, I don't know what the hardest, most firm one could be like mm-hmm. because the very next level up is unsleepable. It's like a, it's like a night. It's like a couch pillow. Yeah. So this I, this is so these pillows just are all over the map. It sounds like they're all over the map. You can't sleep on any of them. Found the best use was to stuff it into a kitty condo. Uh, you think it's good until like the hundredth day, and then you're like, wait, this is horrible, and now it's too late to return it. I don't know. That sounds terrible. It's a scam, and he's I I think he's uh, winning. My pillow guy. Pulling fast one yeah. on all of us. Mm-hmm. I went into Bed Bath and Beyond, and they had the my pillows out there, and they were like open in a bin. And I went up to it. I started smushing one of them and kind of feeling it. There's some old guy next to me. He's feeling, and one he goes, "Yeah, it's not a big, no big deal. I don't see what the big deal <laughs> is." I was like, "Yeah, me neither. It feels like a pillow." Yeah. That's it. Well, that's yeah, a that's it's a it. very exciting story. Me and the old man at the Bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> Smushing pillows across from each other. I don't know what the big deal is. All right, Paige. I will talk to you soon. You have a great night. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye. You are the daughters of sorrow. Best show. Hi. Hi. This is Ethan in West Philly. Ethan in West Philly. What's up, Ethan? Not much, Tom. Uh, I got a few for Mount D more. How are things in West Philly? What's going on in West Philly tonight? Uh, it's good. I went to the zoo last weekend. We have a nice zoo here. The Philly Zoo. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's in West Philly. Mm-hmm. Who, who they got? The first zoo Philly? in America. It's what? The oldest zoo in America. Well, that's not much of a uh, a bragging point. Seems well, like the, seems like the last thing you'd want to say. Our zoo's really the, old. I want a fresh the, zoo. I want to. We want a fresh zoo, right? The penguins are young. Okay. So, Sorry, so let, let me just say this. Somebody just tweeted out. Oh, it's Michelle, uh, the the Oreo, uh, the Oreo head. Do you know her, uh, caller? Uh, yeah, I know of her. She's great. She tweeted a pic. I forgot that this happened to me. Oh my goodness. There's at, at, I, I, I was at, I think it was at a grocery store and I saw, they got this, my pillow cut out of this dude, the, my pillow guy. And it's like a life size cutout of him holding his pillow. And I literally was startled by, by it. I thought there was some guy, like I turned, I was like, huh. 
<laughs> and it's just a cardboard cutout, a life-size cutout of the My Pillow guy. It freaked me out. And then she just sent a picture of him at a, at a grocery store also. I got to see this. Well, you got to check it out, my friend. So what do you got for me tonight? You got to bring some West Philly uh, tood to the show tonight. Right? Okay. Uh, Mountain yeah. Philly back again. Right? Yeah, yeah. Doing a little Doing our little East Right, right? Yeah, absolutely. But they're not going to be on the list. Doom, 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 da, da. Doom, 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 da, da. Ah, right? Wow, wow, wow. Doom, 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 da, da. Doom, 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 da, da. You know that song, right? I love that song. That's a good song. I interviewed those guys once. They're very nice. Did writing. they talk about the end of the road? No, they talked about basketball because it was for a basketball magazine. They're very nice. Very nice guys. I asked them what so they I... have in common with the basketball team, what uh, being in a, a a group that harmonizes, is like, what that has in common with being uh, on a basketball team. And you know what they said? Something what? to the effect that it has to do with uh, uh, chemistry or something <laughs> along those lines. Who was on the Sixers back then? Oh, that would be the Larry Hughes era, probably. We're probably okay. talking. We're talking the end of Iverson's run. Really, I thought Boys Two Men were okay. They were still doing their thing in the in yeah, the two thousands. Yeah, they still do. What are they supposed to retire? <laughs> they were still out there. Doom, 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 da, I guess they were in the men phase. Yes, they had went from boys to they were they were halfway through. They were on the O of of two. Well, because it was the a Roman numeral. So then the second one of the Roman numeral two uh-huh. heading toward the M of men. Look, you got the Beach Boys. Those guys are 95 years old. Nobody's complaining <laughs> about it. That's maybe the dumbest name for a band also when you think about it. Beach Boys. Right? They love the beach. Yeah. You know what they would be now? The metal detector men. <laughs> right? Jason? Big laughs coming from out there. Now, the Beach Boys now would be walking on the beach with metal detectors trying to find, find uh, what, what, are, what are these guys even looking for with those things? I saw a guy with a metal detector. What, what are they looking on for? The cans? This weekend. They think they can find pirate treasure? Like, what are they going to find? Someone's car Some keys? Some gold doubloon? Yeah. No, it's a be- It's a picked over beach. What's that? What What's the best thing your father ever f- found with a metal detector? He never found anything. I don't know what you're supposed to find with those things. You know, you probably find other metal detectors. The people just buried out of frustration in the sand. I got something. I got something. There's something big under here. Right? Dig in through it. You find another metal detector with a skeleton attached to it. <laughs> and he, you, then you look and the skeleton was in a position. He was finding a skeleton with a metal detector underneath him. And they just go all the way to the Earth's core. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. Look. Boys to men. Uh-huh. How did we get there again? Uh, we were talking about Philly. Yeah. 
Oh, and I, that's right. It had literally nothing to do with you, what you talked about. Literally nothing. I took you all the way to, (laughs) to generation after, upon generation of metal detector skeletons. Uh As, because you said, I'm from Philadelphia. That's what got us there. So go ahead. Now, who do you got for your Mount Douchemore, my friend? Okay. Uh, I got Mark Wahlberg, Axel Rose. Okay. Mark Kozalek. From uh, from Sun Kill Moon? Yeah, yeah, that that old guy. Why? Well, all right, go ahead. With I'm not going to ju- I'm not going to judge you. Go. Who's the fourth one? Howard Stern. Now, now, give me the reasoning on your list, my friend. Okay. Well, Mark Wahlberg obviously did some racist stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, full on hate crime. Uh, Literally, pretty pretty crime. big d bag. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Axl Rose definitely. You know, I mean. Just his voice, like the the instant you hear his voice, it just kind of screams right. big yeah, Mount yeah, Dushmore. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> don't you um, cry. Remember, Don't You Cry was like... When I look into your eyes... I can feel the rolling shame. Right, that one. Darling, when I look at you, I feel yeah. the cold November rain. <laughs> that was his version of Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Stupid. Yeah, and Stairway to Stupid. It definitely was. <laughs> you got him with that one. Gotcha, Axel Rose. Look out. <laughs> I'm gunning for you with your 27-year-old song. And also, let me say this. I want to thank uh-huh. the the Forever Dog Studios for having the best show in-house uh, the last few weeks. They were that's a that's a class act of Forever Dog. A great podcasting network. Tom, can you do the Forever Dog uh, theme where the guy says Forever Dog? How's it go again? Right? Yeah, like that. Give it to me so I can do it. How's it go? Like forever, dog. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. They have that like forever, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nailed it. Thank you. Um. <laughs> oh. Mark Kozalek, he's always, uh, first of all, his music just keeps getting worse and worse. He's really uh, kind of at the point of no return, as it were. Uh-huh. As all his songs are rambling. I think his last album was called This Is My Dinner. Okay, well, like, maybe, he, maybe he was eating his record for dinner. I don't know. It's, it's just him talking for 10 minutes about... Uh, like him going to a restaurant in yeah. New York and being cold or something. What if you looked in the first songs called uh, Hungry Man and it's him just describing a hungry man dinner. The next one, Frozen Pizza. And it's describing that. Right? Next one, Lean Cuisine. 
Just That's describes, basically what it is. He just describes the lean cuisine that he got. He gives you the serving size. Or at the Over some thing, uh, G chords. It's, a, it's an Alfredo pasta with mushrooms. Uh, it's got sliced mushrooms. And it's a lean cuisine dinner. Uh, it's uh, 600 calories. Which is uh, not, not nothing, but... Uh, Still, when you consider the portion size on this, it's a pretty satisfying meal. Thank you. So, um, so you don't I, like him? Look, I got no problem with that guy. I, I got no problem. I with love. Him. I actually love his older music, and I mm-hmm. saw him at Sun Kill Moon about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, someone in the crowd asked if he could play an older song. Yeah, and and he did right. He, he just said, played it. He said, yeah, he's. He played one from like 2012. Uh-huh. I think it was 2014 at uh-huh. that time. He was okay. like, "Yeah, I'll play an old song for you." And he plays like I don't know one from song that was early. like two years old at the time. Should have gotten your money back, <laughs> right? Because because he didn't dance for you. No, because he, he didn't do the thing. He I didn't mean. do the things that people screamed at him. You're well, right. Like, I was pretty no, polite. no, you're right. I, I, how, da- how dare he not do the things that people just arbitrarily shout at him? <laughs> do an old one. <laughs> He's plan. He plan meticulously plans out his set, and do an old one. I feel like it's fair given the decline in quality of mm, his music. Man, over you know, the you past have to, I don't remember. Years. I don't remember you getting drafted into buying a ticket. <laughs> I don't remember. What do you got? Somebody on the line with you? Um, did I hear a... with my roommate? Is he laughing also? Yeah, you know we're having a grand old time. That's that's fair. What's your roommate's name? What's up, Tom? What's your what's what's your deal? You weirdo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody hear a second laugh on the thing. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, there are two laughs coming from this. <laughs> what's up, Tom? What, what's your What's your name? What's your name? Derek. Derek. So we've got mm-hmm. Derek and what's what's other Philly man's name? Philly guy's Ethan. name? Ethan. Ethan and Derek. <laughs> okay. What's uh, so? What's your deal, uh, Derek? Why well, are you listening? What? Why are you listening? I'm in? on because I helped. Uh... Ethan here drafts this list. Uh, we had, you know, we we thought really long and hard about. Yeah, I can tell. You know who is who is most deserving to be on this mm-hmm. uh, esteemed. Who list. did you pay, Who did you come up with? Um, I thought about James Woods. You wanted James Woods on the list. I kind of wanted James Woods on the list. Uh huh. Um, he sucks. Just because you know, yeah, it's... yeah, exactly. He sucks. Yeah, he's a wad. Yeah. So yeah. what he's else? Wad. What else? Uh, so who else is the fourth one on this list? Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Yeah, oh. he didn't even. He wouldn't even shake your hand, right? Howard Stern. Wait, no, I don't know what you're talking about. What is this? That's um, that's not me. I never met <laughs> Howard Stern. Uh. Maybe I was thinking of somebody else. You must have been. <laughs> it was in L.A. during the L.A. pod. Wouldn't shake my hand. Oh, no, that wasn't me. That was uh, James Adomian. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 
That's fine. But still, he wouldn't he wouldn't shake James the Dome. Yeah, right. He wouldn't shake his hand. So we'll put him on the list. Kind of holier than thou. I got you. I got you. Howard. Very smart fans, though. You got to hear his uh-huh. interviews. Oh, you got to hear his interviews. He's not like you used to his interviews. You got his. I listen to his interviews. I can, I can, I can literally hear the paper that someone else wrote the questions on crinkling in the background. <laughs> and look, he's a he's masterful at getting more out of people, but he's he's not coming up with these questions. Uh-huh. Whatever. Guy could buy and sell me, make me dance like you wanted Mark Kozilek to dance. <laughs> All right, have a great night, uh, Ethan and Derek. You too. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello, hi. Who's this? Uh, to whom am I speaking? Yeah. What's that? How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Oh, sorry. This is Kit. Kit. In Brooklyn, Maine. Kit in Brooklyn, Maine. What's up tonight, Kit? Not too much. I'm just uh, lounging around. I actually wanted to gripe about a stove. But and but there's a topic, and so I've managed to assemble some douches. Let's hear let's hear some main style Mount Douchemores. <laughs> uh, main style. Uh, so my first one, the first one I thought of is Gutson Orglum. Finally, somebody said Gutson Orglum. It's Borglum. Finally, yeah. Gutson Borglum is on the list. Who is that? <laughs> He's the guy that created um, Mount Rushmore in the first place. Okay. So he's the dude that saw what was referred to as six grandfathers and then was like, I would love to just hammer out some famous faces into that mountainside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of a douchey move. Because what? It was, just a, it was just meant as like a cheap tourist attraction. Well, yeah, it's a weird vision to have of, like, defacing nature's beauty in order to, like, just put some dudes up there. I don't know. They were important dudes. I get right. that. Look, I don't think anybody's face should be on that thing. It's not just, you can't just no. pin that on dudes. I wouldn't want to see anyone up there. No. Yeah. So, but at that so time, you... it, was, it was a dude-only zone. Right. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna go look at that now. I'm gonna go and see Amy Schumer up there. I don't want to see that yeah. either. No, no. Nope. I think. I mean, I'm. I feel conflicted because why? What, do, do douches require a monument other than their own egos? They do. You know, they, they for do. some reason it's not enough. It's not enough <laughs> to have shaped the world. You got to. Your face has got to live on long after your face has lived. Yes. Yeah. Oh, everybody <laughs> needs some time. All alone. I could do a Guns N' Roses tribute band. I'm telling you. Oh, I would pay good money. Jason. To see that. Jason. No joke, though. Don't don't humor me on this. Could I front a Guns N' Roses cover band? 100, thank you. If I was up, they'd be like... Oh, everybody needs some time on their own. I know life is such a lonely thing. Right? I could do that. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. We wouldn't do that one, though. 
<laughs> or one in a million. I'm not doing any of the hate rock. Oh, 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 oh! Right? I could do that. Sweet love of mine. I got to start a Guns N' Roses tribute band. Start clean. Finally get some of that sweet Guns N' Roses tribute money. <laughs> I really hope this happens for you and for everybody else. You would see enjoy. that band if I was in a Guns N' Roses tribute band? If you were fronting a Guns N' Roses tribute band, I would drive to Boston. To see you play on a Wednesday night. Where do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where do we go now? I could do that. Holy Would mo- you wear the bandana? Yeah, maybe I would. Yeah. Maybe I could yeah. try to come up. I try to come up with some angle on it. Right. How far are you willing to go to to emulate? What if I called the Guns and Robots, and I was like a mechanical? <laughs> ag- I was like called Axel Grease Rose, right? <laughs> and I'm just up there with my face painted silver, like one of those street robots. Mm-hmm. Oh would you be God. very very oh still God. until someone threw money at you? <laughs> yes, I and would. And then you sing. I would. The band would be going. And I'd just be like, somebody better throw some money at me. Or you're just going to be looking at a robot with a bandana tied around his head. I'm telling you. So who's on your list now, other than Gorks and... Uh, Gorks and Borgon. Gorks um, and Borglum, uh, Billy McFarland. Billy McFarland, the Firefest architect. Yeah. And I'm going to say Fire this... Firefest guy. I'm going to say this. I think I've said this before on the show. I'm going to say it again. If they literally organized Firefest and they said, we're going to literally just make it exactly as terrible as it was. No, yeah. we're not going to improve one element of this thing. Right? Uh-huh. Like it's going to be the same FEMA tents, the same lack of food. The same styrofoam cheese sandwiches. Same cheese sandwiches. They would sell out that thing so fast. That thing would, there would be a waiting list to do an ironic version of Firefest. <laughs> I am, I would bet, I'm not kidding. I, yeah. you, you don't, you don't think that thing would be, everybody no, would be like, oh, I'm going to go to Firefest. I, I believe it because people, I mean, people pay good money to go to another Woodstock. Yeah. Yeah, they would. And, I mean, there's like a lot more mud like that. So you can improve yeah. upon it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So so tell me, uh, who else is on the list? Okay. Um other ones are kind of maybe have been said before or kind of a given. I'm thinking of Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh, host of Tosh Point Yeah. All and right. then uh Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan, uh 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 the uh, uh, comedian and uh, pontificator and uh, 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 the uh, uh, f- tank, what do they call those tanks? Sensory deprivation tank enthusiast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Although I don't, I don't feel like his endorsement of sensory deprivation tanks should detract from the benefits of those things. 
but in he's general, got, I think he's got his own tank. Oh yeah, he has like a personal, yeah. his own personal tank. Oh, that's right. You guys were talking about it. I was just just listened to a past episode. You imagine getting in that tank, right? I yeah, I don't know if like all that Epsom salt kind of sterilizes things, or if it gets flushed out. I don't know. I, they'd have to, I'd have to know they'd change the water in that tank before I get Yeah, in like it. you wouldn't get in a bath that somebody just bathed in. No. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty no. good list, Kit. Thanks. You have a Thanks, great night. Mom. You too. Thank. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Forever Dog. Those, those uh, were very cool people. They helped us out. Um,. One thing I want to do, I'm going to keep doing over the course of the show. There's been a pile of notes has piled up over the last, for so long. It is a stack of notes that Mike and Pat and Jason have walked in here over the last couple of years. I'm just going to pick a random one and read it and then throw it out because it's time to clean this up. This is a card. It just says Tom hates when we talk to him. Okay, let's see what this one says. I often find it too cold in the studio. These are just cards that have been laying in the studio for years at at, at this point. Keep up the mamacita thing at your own peril. Okay. Mike doesn't let enough kids on. Oh, Dudio's over laughing. Oh, that's not nice. I don't think he over laughs when I say something. He over laughs when other people say things. All right, those are... What else do we have? I'm going to pull a couple more, then we'll take some calls. When Fred calls at 11.58, I lose it. It's Fred from Honolulu who uh, thinks he's Nostradamus suddenly because he predicted that uh, Kawhi Leonard was going to leave the Raptors. He got every round of the playoffs wrong uh, uh, at the NBA playoffs. called the Raptors a first-round washout, which was all they needed to go all the way to the NBA championship. They beat the Orlando Magic. Hey, Fred, they, your, your prediction was wrong. Oh, but the Sixers are going to mop up the, they're going to mop up the floor with the Raptors. Hey, Fred, the Raptors won that round. Oh, but they're going to get destroyed by the Bucks. Hey, Fred, the Raptors beat the Bucks. Oh, but they're going to get demolished by the Warriors. Now suddenly, uh, the Kawhi Leonard gets traded, uh, he leaves on his own accord, goes to the city that he lives in to play for them. And Fred's like, haha, what did I tell you? We need more pens. As one of the cards says that. What's this one say? Pat and Mike are super mean when you aren't around. That clearly is written by Dudio. Beshow, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Steve. Your phone is very, very, very weak, my friend. Oh, I, I'm sorry about that. Uh, is this better? I can that is better. Up. That is better. Okay. 
Uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm all right. Where, where are you calling from? Uh, West Virginia. From West Virginia. You know, yeah. I, Dudio is from West Virginia. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've listened to the show. He grew up in West Virginia. It's a nice place. It is. Get out. Dukes of Hazard driving around, right? <laughs> Isn't that Kentucky? Or, well, they got a car. They can go into West Virginia. It's one state over, true. right? The General Lee. Yeah. Very tasteful name for a car. Um, yes, it's awesome. It, uh, it, uh, West Virginia and Kentucky t- uh, touch, don't they? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they do. You see that big uh, plant as soon as you cross the border. Mm-hmm. So what, what's going on, my friend? Well, I was just... Uh, hanging out, listening to music, and then I realized it was like 9.40, and yeah. I was like, oh, no. It's best the show best time, show man. That's best show time. Yeah. What music were you listening to? I was listening to Blonde by Frank Ocean, the album. All right. That's good. Frank Ocean, it, it, he's good. I didn't realize it was so long. It's amazing. Everybody's albums are long now. I guess that's good. They're taking a note from the yeah. yeah. You get your money's worth. But nobody pays for music, so even if they put a two-minute minute album out, people would be getting their money's worth because nobody buys it. Mm-hmm. I heard a uh, Earl Sweatshirt say once he did ten songs because they only paid him for ten. So mm-hmm. Good for him. People do thirteen. It's they did the three out of their own pocket, or just because you know they wanted to get him on the record. They had something mm-hmm. to say. I get it. Good. I'm, I agree with Earl's uh, Earl sweatshirt. He said that along, like uh, when Doris came out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure he still believes it. <laughs> All right. So what do I? Uh, what, what do you got? You got something for the? You got a list for me, my friend? I, I've definitely been thinking about the list, but um, you are just the best person that has ever Thank you. recommended. Well, in general, but also recommending music. Is there anything you're listening to right now that I? You recommended uh, Always by Cave, and that just became my favorite record. You you just have a way yeah, it's good stuff, man. things that are, that are good. I don't know. What, uh, what are you in the mood for? Uh, I definitely like rock. I, I like to rock, so uh, anything is good. Do you I don't like, like it all. I'll... Do you like Ty Siegel? Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. He's got a new song out. Do you like, you like X-Hex? X-Hex. You played them on the show a couple yeah, times. Yeah, they got a new record out a few months out. Check that okay. out. Definitely, definitely. All right. What uh, what else you got for me, Chief? Um, well, for my Mount Douchemore. Yeah. It's hard to think of him because I don't like to, you know, I feel like I'm in a glass house and I shouldn't throw stones. But, uh, so Billy I had to Joel. keep it kind of personal. Billy Joel. <laughs> Who do you got? Uh, I, number one, I would have to say Skrillex. Skrillex. Because he, he's known as the inventor of dubstep, and he's kind of you know king douche on douche mountain. You're not a big you're not a big uh, uh, dubstep fan. Um, it's more of like the pe- it kind of changed the festival scene, like how people think when they go to music festivals. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They think like it's going to be like that guy whips cakes at everybody's head, right? Cake. What's his cake face? What's his name? Cake face. Yeah. That one DJ, that a- Cake Face. <laughs> and he always throws cakes at everybody. 
Oh, I've never heard of that. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Well, that's pretty rock. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Cake Face. You should check him out. I should. So um, you got you got Skrillex. Who else? Uh, I would Ivan Moody from uh, Five Finger Death Punch. All right, that's very specific. Why would that? Why would he make the list? Uh, I the it's kind of my area, kind of that uh, hard rock. You like new metal? Here. That's your scene. Uh, not my scene, but it it is the scene I live in. Okay, like Drowning Pool. Drowning Pool. Uh, Disturbed. Dam- Disturbed Damage Plan. Yeah. Uh, Slipknot. Yeah. Switch Engage. Sure. Avenge Sevenfold. Oh, the worst. Right. The best thing about that band is Sinister Gate inspired people to play guitar. So Wait, what's the that. best thing about them? Uh, Sinister Gates inspired people to play guitar. He, he got kids into, into rock music. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say the best thing would be is if they were using his guitar and he couldn't get a chance to play his music <laughs> on it. <laughs> so what else you got for me? Who else? Um, Ted Nugent. Yeah. Ted Nugent. Good one. He puts his foot in his mouth a lot. If he just had been quiet, we would have all still thought he was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the last one? Uh, I kind of got nervous and I uh, forgot. Oh, you can um, do it. Come on. Think. You can do it, my friend. Uh, I know you yeah. got it in you. First, per- first person that comes to mind. Ace Freely. Ace Freely. There you go. Because All right. He got drunk and wasted his career. Look, if you, if you had to listen to Kiss every night too, you'd probably start drinking. <laughs> I do listen to Kiss every night. All right. That's a uh, you look, you have a great night, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Uh, Best show, hi. Tom, what's up? Not a whole lot. Who's this? This is Pat from Philly. Pat from Philly. First of all, Pat, I want to say this. You're very confident. Yeah, please do. You're very confident. <sighs> Well, I've been. You've shut me down many times. I'm not so putting it. I'm up. not putting it down tonight. I'm not putting it down. It's unwarranted. You've got a confidence in about your. You you carry yourself with a confidence. I think it's just the Philly is a trigger word for you, and I understand it. No, it's not. It's no, just, it's definitely not. You you definitely have a presence, Tom. What's up? That's <laughs> how you started. Actually, it's funny because I, I. It's really the timing because I went out to my car for something. And I was like, I hope I hope they pick up because it's nice and quiet out here. And there it was. So that was good. So what, what do you got for me, my friend? What's going I on? have uh, one for the topic. One for the topic. What do you got? It is the uh, Mount Rushmore of, of douche. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So uh, number one, I got an Albus Dumbledore. A Dumbledore from the Harry Potter uh, franchise. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just for being... Uh, completely reckless with uh, student safety, but repeatedly claiming otherwise. For instance, in book two, there was a basilisk in the school, possibly mm-hmm. the most dangerous creature in the history, yeah. and he knows it's there and lets the school go on. And all these people are just lucky not to be killed. What would That's be the real-life equivalent of that? 
I have real life equivalent for some of my other ones. Well, but just uh, help me with this one. one. A t- well, let's just say then it's a teacher at a school. Yeah. A- allowed. A-, a teacher in school knew that what a, a crocodile was loose. A, cro- a crocodile, or uh, yeah, um, I was thinking something more serious, like a predator or something. But I, we can stick to any animal. Kingdom. Real world. We're talking real world. <laughs> no, not predator. A predator. <laughs> A predator, so not the predator. No, not the predator. No, you mean a no. predator, a predator, a predatory animal? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we will stick with the animal kingdom. Yeah, we'll say there's a crocodile in the school, and um, uh, students are just barely, just barely not getting chomped. Yeah. Um, and but the the, the uh, school administrator just saying everything's fine. Don't worry, yeah, everything's fine. We're going to keep school open. Yeah. First of all, you see the, this movie Crawl. What's it called? Crawl. Crawl. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. It's I, called I don't crawl. Know crawl. It's a, no, not crawl. Crawl. Not crawl. Oh, I, I thought you meant crawl. I did think you meant crawl. Like Nick Crawl. Yeah. No, not Nick Crawl. Nick Crawl. I like Nick Crawl. It's very funny. Nice guy. So it's not Nick Crawl, it's called Crawl, Crawl. And there's a movie comes out, it's about uh, like a, a hurricane rolls through, right, a town. Okay. And then it also sweeps an alligator into the into the town as it gets flooded. Tell me that wouldn't be the scariest thing that ever happened, ever. <laughs> Bad enough your town's flooded. Now there's an alligator rolling around looking to chomp people. Yeah, yeah. Think about alligators, I think the little ones are even scarier than the big ones because you can't see them. Man, I'm you know, telling you, you see this big alligator. I, I would, I would wish for ten small ones, if this big dude was coming at me. Or, yeah. Or, or lady alligator. I don't know. Well, a little one could be in a couch cushion or something. Well, your couch is wet. It's floating away in the flood. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I see it. I see it. So clearly, okay. I've never experienced the flood. You know, I think you're just going to be uh, chilling at home. So, who's <laughs> on your list now, my friend? All right, we got. First of all, we got Dumbledore. That's right, um, Dumbledore, because he would allow a a what to go through in school? A basilisk, which actually is pretty dang close to an alligator. Now, th- let me prep before I go on. I just need to say that this is this this my list is geared toward a certain segment of your population who might or the listenership who might be alienated by a lot of nba nba owner based douche lists so we're going harry potter here good for you good for you i appreciate it you found an angle look okay i'll talk about no. basketball all the live long day but we can talk about anything you want here I know what you mean. You think that everybody they see, I'm saying, hey, who's a douche? And they're like, good, James, James Dolan, of course. Yeah. The owner of Would the you? New York Knicks and his uh, his band JD and the Straight Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the uh, premier blues bands uh, of the uh, 1%. How do you think their booking things go when offers come through? They must just, he must just have to have somebody research it to be just like, yeah, this is an ironic one. They just want to get you into this thing and scream at you. That you're, that you're yeah, no, I don't know. I think this. I think his uh, promotional package is uh, is long and is low on uh, low on uh, uh, references to his ownership of a basketball franchise. Yeah. So okay, so you got Dumbledore. Who else is on your list? All right, uh, this one might. This one is going to be controversial. Um, might get some blowback for this one, but we're going to go with Molly Weasley. Uh, this is Ron Weasley's mom. 
Molly Re- Weasley, the mother of, of uh, Ron Weasley, played by Rupert Grint. That's correct. That's correct. Now, the reason for this is that um, she claims to be as good as uh, Harry's mom uh, when she's really done nothing for him except knit him a sweater and send him some candy at school. She said, I'm as good as his mom. Uh, and that, I, that always that always irked me. But also, um, she berates uh, Cedric Diggory's dad for um, taking uh, Rita Skeeter's article seriously, and then turns around and does it and, and basically uh, believes it when she uh, and she writes something the writes that Hermione's a harlot. So uh, she's number two. But I know that might be controversial because she you know she's got she has her moments as well. Okay, but, uh, all right, Molly Weasley, who's number yeah. three. Number three, this one's going to be obvious. It's Severus Snape. Um, he's downright abusive. Uh, they try to turn him into a hero at the end, but then uh, you, you, his whole long-term creepy love story with uh, Harry's mom is just uh, it just reads creep all over it for me. Okay, so Snape. Yeah, Severus Snape, number three. Uh huh. Um, and uh, number four is going to be a uh, Caractacus Burke, um, a Borgen and Burke. Uh, um, uh, the uh, base purveyors of dark objects, and that's basically because he's the Mitch McConnell of the whole series. Correcticus um, Burke. Yeah, Correcticus Burke, um, and he's just basically business as usual. Uh, but his business as usual is just being a POS. So, um, so what is he like? An arms dealer? Sorry, is he like an arms dealer or something? Like it, it's a, yes, yes, essentially, essentially. Well, he just, sells just, like just evil catering. magic wands or something. Yes, yes. Things that can only harm people, um, but acts, you know, acts as, uh, as, acts like he's a bank teller, essentially. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So that's it. That's it. I that's like your four. I hope I don't get too much blowback for, uh. You'll, you'll survive because uh, you're, you're a tough guy. You're a Philly tough guy. You'll survive. Well, let me say this before I go. I, I'm very close to renouncing the city and renouncing my connection to the city because I grew up here. Um, I grew up in a section, I believe the section of the city, uh, near the party city, <laughs> the famous party city uh, that you uh, regurgitated behind. That's right. Um, yeah. Because I, the section of the city I'm from is the kind of place that has about eight party cities. Um, Abandoned. Par- but, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but you know, I had an anger that I always that I wanted to shed. I moved to California for five years. Thought I shed it. Came back. And within one month, I'm just as angry as I was when I left. Hey, get that Philly dude. You can't shake it, man. I can't shake it. I can't shake it. And it's just, you know, I, I thought I, I five, six years almost. And then, uh, but now it's, it's in me. It's in me. I, I need more time. I need more time. Well, you sound like a real, uh, real, uh, you, look, you were made tough because you walked around Philly reading Harry Potter books. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Although I'm an audiobook guy, so um you, you you know, you might see me with my headphones in and I think I'm listening to some Danzig or uh some other tough guy band. Let me see if I can name the Harry Potter books. I swear I'm not looking at anything. And I've never okay. read any of them either. Okay. Harry okay. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Correct. Perfect. That's, that's Perfect. The first one. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. We're going out of order here? I don't know. You tell me. You're way out of order, but Order of the Phoenix will take it just because it's, you know, it's spot on. So that's number, uh, Order of the Phoenix number five. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. See, that's number two. 
So you should have gone there first, but that's okay. All right. Well, they're just coming to me now. Harry Potter and the... Is Giggle Giggle Factory? Harry Potter and the Giggle Octopus. No, No, help me. Okay, Harry (laughs) Potter and the... Give me a hint. All right. um, We're going to go with... uh, For number three, we're going to say... Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner. Oh, of Azkaban. Right, right, right. Prisoner of Azkaban. Number four. That's too much of a hint, by the way. That was too much of a hint. Sorry, all right, all right. The next hint's going to be harder. Okay. Uh, the next hint involves a cup of some kind. Yeah, the 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 goblet of right truth. Okay. Yeah. Not truth. Lo- of secrets, lies. <laughs> The goblet, goblet of fun? Of is it a goblet of I fun? I like the goblet of lies, actually. Is it a goblet That's of fun? The goblet, the goblet of fun. Goblet of, but it is an emotion, right? Or something uh, like that? You could, say, you could say that. You could say that. And it's not. Rocky. What's the closest one I said? Um, Fun because of the F. <laughs> friendship? Not friendship, no. The goblet of fire. The Goblet, Goblet of, fire. of Fire. Okay. How many? Now there's one other one, right? Two other ones. Two other, two ones. other ones. All right. Which numbers are these? In the five and six seven? And seven. Six, six and seven. seven. Didn't I get six? No. We got five. I got five. Okay. Give me a hint on six. All right. I'm, all right. My first two hints were way too easy. So like, let me stop here. All right. Okay. All right. I think this. I think this will be good. I think this will be a tough hint. Um. It, it involves blood. Blood. So it's the uh, it's the, uh, but it's not the word blood. It is the word blood. It is the blood prince. Yeah, yeah. The the blooded prince. Is that really it? No. No, it's the half blood prince. Half blood prince. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the half blood. You, you prince. gotta you gotta get the last one because it was kind of a big deal, you know. Harry Potter and the El El Elf Elf <laughs> Harry Potter and the Elf. Uh, I actually i i had a i had a sadistic hope you were going to go Harry Potter and the Heave Ho or something, but um, Harry, not Potter, Harry Potter. No, Harry Potter. Help me with this last one. Give me a give me a, a hard hint. All right. All right. All right. Neither it involves two words, and neither of them are neither of them are are, are words that are used really at all. <laughs> That's a hard. <laughs> Word they're hard, words that are hardly used at all. Yeah, and one of them is questionable whether it's a word or not. So. Well, that's uh, way too hard of a hint. <laughs> yeah. Well, I basically. Meatballed the the first six, Meatball. and that's my fault. Harry Potter and the the z, z, z. it's not it's not elf, elf is not one of the two words. Uh, no, it's Harry Potter and the Straight Shot. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Straight Shot. I would actually see them play live. <laughs> no, what, help yeah. me out. What is what? Give me a hint. Help me, buddy. Deathly Hallows. The Deathly Hallows. Well, that's not a hint. You told me the answer. 
Oh, I thought you wanted the answer. No, uh, no. This, That's fine. Yeah. The Ghastly Hollows. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That sounds... Look, we did it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We you did have it. a great night. <laughs> Best show. Hi. Hi, how you doing? This is Peter from Des Moines. I'm good. I'm good, Peter. How are you tonight? I'm great. I'm how, are great. Things, how are things in Des Moines? Oh, a little bit humid, but not bad. Des Moines is Iowa. Des Moines is indeed Iowa. And I'm going to name the states that border Iowa. Get ready for this. Missouri. All right. Missouri, of course. Missouri is to our south. Uh, then, of course, you've got uh, Illinois. Yep. To the east. And then you've got uh, 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 South Dakota. Does that touch Iowa? A little bit to the northwest, yeah. And then that would mean above you is, uh, if South Dakota is to the northwest, that means directly above you is Minnesota. Yep. And then you also have South Dakota touching you. You said South Dakota. Uh, South, so then you have uh, you have uh, Nebraska. Yep. Is that what all a little sliver you're missing. Nebraska, Kansas? No, no, northeast. No, northeast. So then you're ta- we're talking about uh we're talking about Wisconsin. That's right. That's right. Got them all. How about that? Yeah. Very impressive, as I might say. You know your geography. I'm trying. I'm trying. So wow, uh, to what do I have the pleasure of this call? Well, I saw the topic and I came up with some names. I missed the first 45 minutes or so. I, some right. of these may have come up. Wouldn't you don't worry about me. that. It's your list. It's your list. All right. Num- number one, I saw the All-Star game was on tonight, and I thought in baseball you got to go with Jose Canseco. He came up already tonight, but it's uh, uh, that one works. All right. If he came up, I'm going to guess um, Mike Love. Mike Love has not come up yet, but that sounds like one that probably should have come up ten times already. And uh, then I've got Morrissey. Morrissey has come up. All right. And another one from the world of sports that's probably come up is uh, Stephen A. Smith. He has not. Wow. But that is a pretty. Uh, that's a pretty uh, solid list you got there. That's like a, right. that's like a, that's like an all star game in it in unto <laughs> itself. Two music, two sports. There you go. You did it. You did it, my friend. You have a grand. All evening. right. Anything else you want to say? Hey, um, I was I was thinking about something the other day. I saw the Rolling Stones in Chicago a couple weeks ago. How was that? It was a good show, and it was really entertaining watching Charlie Watts mm-hmm. because I thought he um, really um, walks right down that line of of very very cool with uh, just a touch of arrogance. Mm-hmm. Just a touch of arrogance that he's, he he wants you to know he's cool, but he's cool enough that he doesn't have to try. And he's, you think he's cool, really? I think, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think he's, he, he's been a solid drummer for that band, their whole their whole go-around, you know. All right. Keith and Mick get all the love, and he's he keeps that backbeat going. But I, but I also think if you asked him uh, about other drummers – Looking at his kind of smirk he's got, I think he has opinions. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I'm sure he does, because he and he lays down that beat. Yeah. And you're having fun listening to him <laughs> rock and roll. I'm glad you saw them. That sounds like you had a fun night. Yeah, it was a, it was a very good night. So good. I'm glad to hear it. You earned it. 
You take All right. Care. Well, thanks for taking my call. Of course. Anytime. Do I listen to the rest of the show? Well, thank you, buddy. Best show. Hi. 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 To whom am I Hello? speaking? Yes. Hi. Welcome. Sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. Who's this? Hello? Hi. Hi. Who Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is uh, Tim from Red Bank. Sorry, I just had to shut off the... Tim from... Oh, I know what? this, Tim. This is a good guy. This is a quality Well, I'm not at the start of the phone call, no, but yeah. Call. This is a quality call. This is a... This is a, this is a uh, this is one of those uh, those living legends we call them. He's a living legend, <laughs> a guy who's seen it all. He's yeah. Either whether he's <laughs> That's in a front, terrible description. Whether he's whether he's got the spotlight on him, or he's behind the scenes, it's the kind of guy that makes it happen. Okay. How are, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's very convinced. You sound so convinced of of your of your star power. I'll be dying of embarrassment if anybody's looking for me. Thank you. Don't worry, you're great. Can I say this is can I say who you are? Yeah, sure. This is a guy, his name's Tim Cronin. He was in the band uh he he's in a band called Ribeye Brothers, who are really good. And they play all around and they're great. And then he was the the lead singer of, of one of my favorite bands, Monster Magnet. And then he got he got not not demoted, it was a, a lateral move. <laughs> He got yes. slid slid over to, to the light show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Dave, when Dave was like, "Hey, I think I might want to sing for this group." Yes, I'm like the Ian Stewart of Monster Magic. <laughs> you were suddenly told, "No, no, no! Doing the lights—that's that's just as important as singing for the thing. The most important. <laughs> it's maybe more." <laughs> Because the lights go the whole time. The singer doesn't sing all the time, but the lights the lights are going the whole time. You get more time. Can remember. You get more stage time than anyone. <laughs> no, it's very, now you've you Tim. I am a fan. Is all I will say. I am a Thank fan. Thank you. So, do you have anything? For this this topic tonight, Mount Doom. Yeah, that uh, that Harry Potter guy stole my thunder. He, but, uh, yeah, he went he went hard. Yeah, he did. Because um, I had Dolan and Nugent and Mike Love and Morrissey, <laughs> so he, I would go with um, the Eagles minus Joe Walsh. The Eagles with so you're just going to say everybody who has ever been in the Eagles, with the exception of Joe Walsh. Yes. So it's just like, are you saying we're going to do some facial composite of them? Yeah. Like some computer composite, and then they'll just kind of like chisel it out in like a 3D 3D laser thing? Yes. All right. So who who would be second on your... Uh, Well, no, that would be the whole thing. Oh, that's it. You want just those four. Yeah, because everybody else, I was, uh, I had Bryce Harper, but I didn't have anybody, anybody you're, else to go with him. You're just saying your your Mount Douchemore is just the Eagles. Yes. So people would say, "Daddy, can we go? And we're driving. Can we go see the Mount Douchemore?" And yes, we can, son. And it's like <laughs> they pull, they drive four hours out of the way, pull over to look at. A monument carved inside of the mountain of Don Henley, 
Glenn Fry, Bernie Ledden, uh, uh, Timothy, Timothy B. B. Schmidt. Schmidt. <laughs> Timmy, yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember any of the other ones. Uh, yeah. Don Randy Felder. Meisner. Don Felder. Yeah. Randy yeah. Meisner. Yeah. What a great tribute that would be. <laughs> yeah, it would work. Yeah. I would, hey, I would, you know I would, what? I would go see that. I would actually drive to that. Yeah. It would be worth it. You know, there's a shop right down here that sells by pillows too. Then have you, have you checked one out yet? Um, yeah, it was, uh, just, it's, it's a pillow, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's like, a, exactly. Yeah. It's a pillow. Yeah. It's a pillow. I don't know what, what's supposed to be the big deal about. You'll get the best night's sleep. No, I won't, because I'll be thinking about how expensive this pillow was. <laughs> That's just enough to keep me awake at night that I dropped $50 on a pillow. <laughs> that would keep my brain would, my mind would be racing all night long. Is that really the kind of way you conduct your, uh, your financial affairs? You just spend money on a pillow like that? You really got what you think you made of money? You just buy a pillow? It's a fifty dollar pillow. Does your head deserve that pillow? Yeah, you don't deserve this pillow. Even if it was a nice pillow, you don't deserve it. But it's not, it's not even that nice. You just bought something stupid without even checking it. Yeah. Oh no, that would be bad. It would be terrible. Yeah. Anything else, my friend? Uh one you know, when you do the sound collage. Yeah. The Billy Joel count? Yeah. Whenever I hear that, for the rest of the day, because I usually listen to it, um, you know, on the podcast, you know. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, like, what if I'm starting my car up, I'll do the, the Billy Joel count to go through my head, and then I'll start the car. Or if I'm going to open a door, I'll be like, one, two, three, four, and then I'll open the door. So it's like some horrifying OCD earworm. Yeah. Now, that sounds like that sounds like a, a, there's a problem that you need, yes. to, you need to stop doing that. Yes. One, yeah. well, it just... two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that... just, uh, yeah, it just sticks in my head. Well, I hope it gets out of your head. Yes. I'm praying for Me you, too. Tim. <laughs> Thank you. Tim, I'm going to say a prayer for you tonight. Thanks, Tom. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. I, I, so I'll see you soon. You take care. All right, bye. Bye. Good guy. Good guy. That's a top shelf guy. Best show, hi. Oh, hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? It's Jeff in Nova Scotia, Canada. Jeff in Nova Scotia, Canada. What's up, Jeff? Not a lot. I've got something for the topic. What do you got? What do you got, Jeff? I've been offline for a couple of minutes, so I don't know for sure if these have been mentioned, but um, Martin Skeller, Skeller, Skrelly? Martin Skrelly, Martin Skrelly? The, 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 uh, the, the pharmaceutical... Uh, Pharma bro yeah. and purchaser of the Wu-Tang album. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that guy for sure. Okay. And um, Jared Fogel. Jared Fogel, the subway s- spokesperson. Subway spokesperson and convicted uh, pedophile. Is that what he was? Yeah, that's pretty much him. Okay. Yeah. Um, who, who I've else? got a few others. A couple Canadians for you. All right. Like who? Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. What has Howie Mandel done that would put him on this list? He's just a cocky, cocky guy. It's not very Canadian of him. The 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 attitude you don't like. 
Yeah, it's a bit of a douchey attitude. Doesn't sit well with your with your Canadian uh, with your Canadian ways. Well, and yeah, I'm just saying that as a Canadian, I just find he's maybe being a bit too uh, bold. American, American. you could say it, American. He's being a bit too American. Well, yeah, I'd say he's even being douchier than a lot of Americans. I've what? Heard, so. How's that possible? <laughs> um, I've got another Canadian. Who's the worst American, non, non like political American? Who's like the worst American? The, who do you think embodies the worst of America? You as a Canadian. Who do you think you're just like, man, the, that America is something else? Oh, Jesus. That's a tough question, Tom. Well, just think. Who first person to come to your mind? First person to come to my mind. Yeah, I'm really drawing a blank. I'm, right. I'm, this is a terrible first call. Don't worry. It was not a terrible first call. You're doing good. Anybody okay. else for your list? Um, Did we do everybody? No, no. Um, the entire band, um, Nickelback. Another Canadian. Uh, you should be proud of them, shouldn't you? No, I, I feel like if I'm calling from Canada, I should be picking on some Canadians. It's Look at this photograph. Right? Right. Look at this photograph. Every yeah, time it's I see it makes me laugh. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, they're out there representing, you know, Canada. A lot of people think of the Canadians. They don't know, if, you know, the many Canadians that are out there writing incredible television and comedy, but they know Nickelback. Like who? Who do you think is an unsung hero in Canada? Whether it's you know, music I, or television. I, I, just, just anybody. <laughs> who's a, who's Who do you think reps Canada proudly? That you're proud to say, I'm proud that person is from Canada. Julie DeWaron, singer-songwriter. Okay. She's a good one. All right. Um, Who else? Dan Behar? I guess the band, the Constantines. The Constantines. What about Dan Behar? What about Destroyer? Yeah, Destroyer, uh, high up there. That's in Vancouver. That's in Vancouver rock. Yeah, absolutely. I would put him on the list. Um, You know, there's... So there's a bunch of good Canadians out there making like, good music. Like, what about, you know, my favorite is, Our whole universe was in a deep, dark state. And then, right? Oh, I don't even know. I know that's the third rock from the... Or no, that's the the other television show theme song. Yeah. Come on. You know, it's, 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 the, it's, 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 your, it's your credence. No, and this is... Canadians aren't always experts on Canada. And well, I this apologize. is one of the biggest bands from Canada. Oh, the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. It's your yeah, Creedence okay. Clearwater Revival. I don't know their their catalog as thoroughly. You know, I'm going to name three songs by them, and I bet you know them. If okay. I had a million dollars. Uh, if I had a million dollars. You know that one, right? Yeah. You also, and everybody knows, you'll spend... One week since you looked at me, right? Cock my head to the side yeah. and said I'm angry, right? You know that mm-hmm. one. Yep, yep. Then there's the song where it's like, the one where it's like, I made you say underwear. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a bing, with a baby, dip a ding, bo don't, that one. You know that one, right? Yeah, yeah, no, they're, 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 pinch me, right? Yeah. And there's lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. And then there's, our whole universe was in a deep, dark state. 
Imagine how much money they made on that. Holy moly. Yeah. Could you imagine? Can you imagine the money that those guys made with that song? Oh, I can't imagine. Can you imagine if I could get a piece of that money? I just want What would you do with that? What would I do if I had that money? Yeah. I tell you what I wouldn't be doing. This. You wouldn't be doing. No, I'd do this. I'll do this. I would do this. I would do it how I wanted to from a, from yeah. a, from a, a blimp. That would be the one thing you'd change. Mm -hmm. Show me from Blimp. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be good. It's you know, called the Blimp Show. I could make, I could make like a full of hot air joke right now, but I won't. But you won't. No, no, you won't, because that would get you hung up on. No, can I can I tell you a joke though? Oh boy! On the heels of you Please. telling me a joke you wouldn't make, sure. No, this is a, this is a good joke. Okay. Um, I can tell you this. No, hold on. I can tell you this. If this joke is no good, I'm going to hang up on you. That's fair. So, go ahead. What is the joke now? What would you call a? Or what, what do you call a deer with no eyes? A deer with no eyes. Uh, well, yeah. Is it going to be like wordplay that it's like the, the word deer doesn't have I, the letter I in it? You just wait. Uh, it's three, it's a three part joke. Okay, so what do you call a deer with no eyes? I don't know. No idea. What do you call a deer? Best show, hi. Forever, dog. Woof, 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 woof. Well, I know who this is. This is a quality caller. This is this is one of those this is one of those uh, uh, the Haley's Comet of callers. They don't come by every. They don't come by every. Uh, these, these come by, you mark it down on your in your almanac when a caller like this comes by. This is BB from oh, Las Vegas. Stop, you're flattering me to the point where my knees are going to give out. How are you, BB? Rocking and blocking, baby. How's your health? Uh, exceptional. How's yours? Mine is okay. Mine is good, too. I'm glad to hear that you're healthy. Oh, my God. Yeah, did you hear you... who passed away? I'm just looking at Twitter right now. Oh. <gasps> Rip Torn. Rip Torn? No, Artie? Yes, Rip Torn. No. Very sad. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's very he's great. I love that he said he was caca de caballo. And he had to have his housekeeper correct him on the pronunciation of, well, I said it already, so. And he was very That funny. one was for, for Juan in Mexico City. He was good. He was great. He's what got me in trouble with Gary Shandling. I asked him a question about Rip Torn, about uh, Art, his character, about Artie. And Gary Shandling took it the wrong way and blocked me. I, he would, but he found Artie more interesting, obviously. Well, no, the question I asked was, do you feel, because if you watch all of the Larry Sanders show, I felt after watching from beginning to end that Artie, the producer on the show, was I wondered whether he was a fan of Larry Sanders, whether he thought Larry Sanders was funny or whether he just was a soldier for him. Like, because you never see him laughing at Larry. You see him doing a fake kind of big smile when Larry's doing his monologue with a rolled up script in his hand. But he's never like actually laughing at him. And I wondered, I asked him, do you think... Artie thought Larry was funny or was he just Larry's soldier and fought tooth and nail for him no matter what? And Gary Shandling 
shocker of shockers, took that personally somehow and got <laughs> mad at me and blocked me. So I can just say to him, you, you blew it, buddy. I was a fan. Then the first thing I did is I took his uh, Larry Sanders uh, blue right through it in the street. No. When I got home that night, I threw it right in the street. Oh, that's... Watch a truck run it over. I watch a truck run it over. Makes me sad, man. Yeah, man. What can you do? Oh, you knew he wasn't a happy dude. Who? Gary? Shandling, yeah. Oh, well, why, yeah, of course. No, he had everything. Everything Everything was stacked against him. Why should it, right? Mm-hmm. All the challenges yeah. he had. He was a Don McLean. He was a Don McLean of, of comedy. He uh, Larry Sanders was American Pie. And uh, Gary San- It's Gary Shandling show was uh, Starry, Starry Night. He never stepped up to the plate again. Not me, man. I'm here every week knocking out a new classic. I salute you, sir. Yeah, they can't. Me, they can't stop me. Um, they cannot stop you. No, they can't. They've tried. They've tried, baby. They can't stop me. Can't top it. Can't stop it. I'm a pizza box. That's what my pizza box would say. Can't top it. You know, it'd say can't stop it, but you can top it with our delicious toppings. And then I would say pineapple, olives, and I would. Then that's it. And they'd be like. This place only has two toppings? And then it would say in parentheses, call for more toppings. <laughs> no, not on You're our website. Me. The topics are the toppings are not on our website. You have to physically pick a phone up and call and someone will list the toppings for you. It's a personal touch that's missing. Exactly. But we never pick the phone up. That's the other thing because we're so busy making pizza. We're busy folding pizza boxes. Defending your life. Remember how good he was in defending your life, Rip Torn. My God, yes. So good. Forget about it. Legend. A legend. A legend has passed. That guy was so good. If you ever, just for the sake of um, kitchen loving it, I suppose is Beastmaster, the Mark Singer one. I remember that as a kid. Oh, he was so dirty in that. Beastmaster. Filthy. Yeah. Jason just There's tweeted a, a picture. Jason just tweeted a picture from Beastmaster. Oh, he was quick. At least I'm being told he did because I have him muted, so I can't see his tweets. Let me see. Let me hit my device. My dumbass device. Fred from Honolulu is bragging because he predicted that Riptorn would die at some point. Fred, you know, um, if he's counting on people dying eventually, he's. You know, he's barking up the right well, tree. It's a safe bet. Oh, hell yeah. I, Fred was like, what did I tell you? Kawhi Leonard was going to leave the Raptors. It's like, yeah, of course he was going to leave the Raptors. What are you, some kind of Gene Dixon? Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you, baby. What is he? Some really, kind of, what are you, some kind of Gene, Gene Dixon? What do you get from the, what, the National Enquirer? Did I tell you I saw Kreskin once, Watertown High School? No. Oh, In Watertown. You know that yeah. one, right? I do. That's Sinatra singing about his concept album, Watertown. Yeah, that was That's Reaching Way Back. In Watertown. 
Doobie doo. Watertown. <laughs> so you saw, you saw the amazing Kreskin, the magician. Was he the magician or the one who debunked magicians? No, he was more of a mentalist. Okay. I wouldn't really say he was a magician, but he. And what did he do? Well, the thing I remember him doing, well, he could hypnotize. So anybody, he would do this um, sort of a visualization thing. And if uh, if you saw this picture in your head come up, you know, it, it was just finding about susceptibility to mm-hmm. hypnosis. But the one thing that he did that was kind of weird is he linked rings, like wedding rings. Uh-huh. You would ask people, it, it was obviously, a, but you could hear when he broke them up, you could hear them snap into the microphone. And it could have just all been, you know. Crap. I'm gonna say it was. I'm gonna say there was some trickery involved. Mm-hmm. He was not actually ruining people's wedding rings. <laughs> so then he would roll through town, and you saw him when he came through Watertown. That's correct. And he, uh, were you a big fan of of uh, of psychic things like that? something would come up I'd go I'd go by myself I'd go to see things at the state office building like plays and uh, Syracuse Symphony concerts that sort of stuff that passed for culture when you lived in Cowtown can you hear this baby I do except a little rain Everyone knows the perfect crime. It's a weird album, man. That was him trying to do uh, like uh, a concept album. I think that ended up in the cutout bin. Might have been on Pickwick Records. I think it was on his label. It was on his label. What was his label? You know his label. Reprise. That's right. Hell yeah. Uh, the one I, I want you to sign love. this Neil Young kid. Get Neil Young on my label. I want this label to be me and Neil Young. What's this, Neil, what's this on the beach business? Tonight's a night. Baby, this isn't the stuff we want. We want, we want records that swing. Sign the hippie Kenny Rogers. Where's your heart of gold, baby? You're giving me this tonight's a night business? <laughs> Rough stuff. Yeah. So. No, you know, my mother had was the, uh, Francis Albert Sinatra, Sinatra sings Antonio Carlos Yopim. Very, very nice Brazilian tinged. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful album. Look. Not my Mommy favorite, but I like some lot. things. I like some things. I like that one record where he sings about space. You ever hear that one? That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Space? Space. Like, it's like him doing, like, an album from the past. It's a triple album set. It's called Frank Sinatra Trilogy. It's the weirdest thing you've ever heard. It's him. It's the future. It's like him singing about going through space. It's the strangest thing you've ever heard. Have you ever heard this, Pat? No. Jason? Sinatra not? Yeah, Cody's like, flying through space 
going to Uranus, flying. It's yeah, it's so strange. Oh man, I think you gotta find that and put it in your sound collage. I think I might. Hearing him, who else do you want to guide you through space more than Frank Sinatra? Well, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna jump ahead in this. Here he goes. Given a choice, I would choose to have a magic wand that I could use to draw a melody. Right, come on, give me some, some space and steel. And I would stand there big and brave. And quietly say, ladies and gentlemen, play for me. Play for me. Come on. Where's the space? Where's the space talk, buddy? I gotta find it later. It's on there, though. It's really stupid. It sounds... Well, who was this concert master? Was it uh, Nelson Riddle or something? Yes, I think Nelson Riddle conducted his band. (laughs) Nelson... Nelson, I want to do a space record. I just saw 2001 last night. It's a weird movie. Write me some space rock. I just listened to Hawkwind last night. I want to do space ritual. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, yes. It's just something that you didn't get into and you can't. I just don't feel there's enough hours left in my life to get into Hawkwind. Well, I'm going to get you into Hawkwind, BB. I'm going to I'm going to well, make okay. that. I'm taking that off your list. I'm getting you into All Hawkwind. Right. All right, throw that gauntlet down. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to pick some Hawkwind for you. You're going to be into Hawkwind, so it's all you're going to be talking about. I'm straight. So, to what do I'm I have straight. the pleasure of this call? Uh, nothing other than I don't I don't have a contribution to the uh, Mount Demore because of the, um, it's just so, it's easy pickings. I'm gonna, I just want four heads of William Barr up there and that'll, that'll be okay by me. All right. Political. Yeah, I know, and I didn't, I, I can't help it. Can't. I know, no, I'm not judging. I'm not, I'm not judging. Yep. You're fired Breathe up. In. You're fired Breathe up. Out. Breathe in, breathe out. That's all you can do, baby. That's all you can do. Yeah. And I um, never did tell your um, uh, your folks out there that I did eventually uh, get to see Alphaville, but I threw up before they came on stage. Because you went to Los Angeles to see yeah. the band Alphaville, who you uh, uh, have been a, a fan of for a long, long time. And transportation is not always the easiest for you. Nope, not for this chick. No, there's some there's some uh, uh, some uh, uh, considerations that have to be taken, Mo- guess, right? Mobility issues. Mobility yes. issues, yes. Thank you. So you made it from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. Yep. To see your favorite band, 
Alphaville. Correct. The the band behind Forever Young and Big in Japan. Right. And you went to the show. Mm-hmm. And you barfed before they went on, and you physically were not able to watch them play. That's correct. I'm so sorry. That's, no, no, I think it's kind of funny. Well, it, now it's, it's been a year, but you know, it took. Um, like I said, I still got it. I've got it all on DVD, so I'm not really going to miss it. It's not the same thing. It's true, but it's like as soon as that boom, that downbeat, like they were going to be coming out, mm-hmm. and it's not like I was nervous or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was. I just, you know, did not feel that good. And of course, I kind of barfed a couple of times on the way there. I had an E. coli infection. I didn't really know that mm-hmm. until I got back to Las Vegas, and so I spent some time in the hospital after that. So, you know, I'd kind of forgotten about or forced myself to forget about what happened. It's one of those... The previous... It, yeah, it's one of those things that now you can laugh about it a little bit, I hope. Oh, God, yeah. But at the time, <laughs> maybe not the funniest thing that could have been happening to you. No, no, it was bad. It was bad news. It was bad. Dave was there through it, my best mate, Natalie, and I think I took a year off of their lives. Well, think of the live, think of the years you've given them in enjoyment and love, BB. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like the way you think. Well, and I only had one other thing to say. What's that? What's the opulent? Well, sorry. What's the opposite of flatulence? Uh, what is it? Opulence. Great. And did you hang up on me? No. Oh, okay. I thought you hung up on me. I was like, wow, that's a mic drop. You did a mic drop on me. I was waiting to see if you like we're breathing there. I like your thing. I like you know I like your style. All right, baby. You have a great night. I love you, Stay fella. Strong. I love you, too. You take care of yourself. I will. Okay. You do. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hey. Hey, who's hey, this? I have... Hey, uh, my name's Jeremy from uh, Waynesboro, Virginia. Jeremy, what's up? Uh, Jeremy, West. where are you from? <laughs> I'm in uh, Virginia. Virginia. Waynesboro, Virginia. Waynesboro, Virginia. Jason yeah. uh, Dudio is from around that area. Yeah, I think he's uh, from, from the same area code. We both have, uh, well, I think he had a 540 number. When I called, he knew that I was calling from Virginia because of the area code, at mm-hmm. least. Not because he heard the, the old phone. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> That's how I would know you're calling from Virginia. That you'd be like, operator, I'd like to call the best show, please. Yeah. It's, uh, Pennsylvania. It's Pennsylvania 34. It's Pennsylvania 3484. Yep. No, look, we I'm don't just, have a lot of the modern amenities here. They're on the way, though. They're on the way. You, yeah. well, you, I mean, I'm so jealous cool. of you. You're going to get to see these things the first time. Um, <laughs> the coolest thing in my town is Walmart, and that's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking. It's exciting though when they gather the shopping carts, right? That's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Then they do that, and then 
they it's, just it's they, amazing. They get that, then they get um, right? Who? What, what else you got that, that's exciting to do? What do they have? A, they probably have a pretzel rotisserie in there somewhere, right? There's a pretzel place actually in our Walmart. In the Walmart, what is it? In Auntie yeah. Anne's? I think so. So you go in there and you get a pretzel, and the thing is, they have pretzels, and then they have savory and sweet. Yeah, you can get a pretzel and then have a dessert pretzel afterwards. Yeah, that's that's the best of my town. You get to go to Walmart and have a pretzel, oh, and, and one of you, them is sweet, one is salty. Well, you go back up and get a sweet. You don't get them both at the same time. I mean, you wouldn't bring oh, the yeah. cake well, out at the same time you're eating your meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to go up and get some dessert. Oh, so yeah, you got well, one. The... It's exciting, oh, though. Sorry. It's exciting. You have all these things to look forward to. Yeah, the the big rumor in town uh, has been for probably the last decade is that uh, we're going to get an olive garden, and, like, everybody in town won't stop talking about it, but none of the people that actually run the town know anything about yeah. the people wanting an olive garden, so... You know, you know, you know, you know who needs to know about that is the Olive Garden. Yeah, they need to be looped in on this discussion. That I think so. That the people of your of Waynesboro would like a would like an Olive Garden to show up. You should probably tell Olive Garden that you would you would like them to put a, a business in their town. The, the people in this town really hate going to any, like, mom-and-pop kind of restaurant mm. or anything like that. They yeah. only want a chain. Sure. Now, why like would we, you want to support your neighbor? <laughs> yeah, we've we've got, like, uh, three McDonald's, uh, Burger King, Hardee's, Long John Silver's, all this junk. Two Taco Bells that are, like, mm. three minutes away from one another. Mm. Like, 14 Starbucks. I'm telling it's, you, man. It's crazy. I'm telling you, man. They got unlimited. I, I went to one of them. They got unlimited bread. I'm telling you, unlimited bread. <laughs> I, I, salad. Went, I ate there for seven hours. I got the salad, man, and then they brought more out for me. Then I ate that, <laughs> yep. and you know what they did? They brought more out after that. <laughs> and those breadsticks, I ate two of them things, and then they asked me if I wanted more. <laughs> yep. I like to go with the endless soup when I'm there. The endless soup. That sounds like a Oh yeah. Sounds like a from a saw movie. Endless <laughs> soup. Endless Olive Garden soup. Oh, that would be a great movie. Just people sitting at a table eating endless soup, having conversations. Yeah, just sitting there. Yeah. It's a, you get to remake uh uh you get to remake the what's the, what's that movie with uh Dinner, my dinner with Wally. What is it called again? My dinner with Wally. What is that? Uh, as long as it's uh, Wally Wacky Man, I'm in. My dinner with Wally. What if I? Oh, it's my dinner with Andre. What if I did? And oh. I'm, I'm gonna immediately. I'm withdrawing this offer. Actually, <laughs> it's never gonna. Let me put this at the front. It's, this will never happen. But what if I did a movie, My Dinner with Wally, and it's me and Wally Wacky Man, the puppet, <laughs> the puppet who calls this show, Wally Wacky Man. He's, is he going to hold up the joint? He's going to try to he's going to try to murder somebody. I'm sure. Well, this is one right? thing that was very upsetting to me. As I heard, he is now uh, he is now promoting a strain of uh, of uh, marijuana. Oh man! Even yeah. Wally, 
while and his face is on the thing and it's it's, it's just like he says get it says get wa it gets it says get whacked man get wacky man yeah and uh it makes me very nervous that uh <laughs> wait i'm being told this is false uh thank goodness thank goodness oh he didn't he didn't do it he's He's not in the weed business I'm yet. Told, I'm being told he does not have a a, a, a brand of, of marijuana that he's selling. I feel a little bit better now. Yeah. So to what do I have the pleasure of this call? Uh, well, I saw, I haven't been able to listen yet, uh, but I saw that the topic was Mount Douchemore. Yes. I've got uh, a couple for, well, I guess it would be four for the Mount Rushmore. All right, what do you, what do you have? I've got uh, Christopher Columbus. Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan. All right. Russell Westbrook. All right. And J. Edgar Hoover. All right. I'm going to say one thing here first. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why you would equate uh, Russell Westbrook with J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> or Christopher yeah. Columbus. Well, the, they're douchebags. Just I just want I didn't want everybody on the list to be really similar, so I could have I could have went with like a basketball player douchebag list or like a why don't you like why, why, why don't you like Russell Westbrook? Oh man, it seems like he's always so mad. Yeah, he. I'm like I really I get the competitive edge because I played sports for a long time mm-hmm. growing up and uh, I get the competition but he just is it seems like he can't turn it off after the huh? game he's just like abusing the uh the people are just there to ask him questions and stuff and yeah look i don't like love that he's, he's rough he's rough on the local media but then again it's like is anything more annoying than some basketball uh press person asking you just like so how do you uh like you really uh seemed like uh you couldn't get a rhythm going there in the third quarter uh what's it's like yeah Yeah. you know i you could probably tell that because we didn't score any points yeah they they'll they'll ask stuff like well did they win the game or did you lose the game tonight yeah i don't know that's a non-existent concept yeah that doesn't really mean much (laughs) when people say those things like that it's like there, there's a sense of mass delusion that goes on with sports reporting where they, first of all, everything, the sports is covered as if everything is aimed at an eight-year-old, as if we have to tailor everything for eight-year-olds. Like, we have to yeah. pretend everybody's either a good guy or a bad guy. And and it's just like it's this black and white dynamic of, of talking about people in such a juvenile way. It's like, what about adults that enjoy this? I have to now just like watch a, 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 a person that I know is human get somehow turned into some superhuman. Yeah, by the coverage, it's very strange. Yeah, these these guys have some in, insane stuff they've got to deal with. That like they're just people that have really really cool jobs. Oh my, looks like somebody's like going to take Russell Westbrook off their huh. list. Yeah. My my, <laughs> funny how that works. I could add, I could swap him out for a. Uh, for like Steve Bannon or somebody like that. There you go. One of those scumbags. Go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I see, I had to put I had to put Hulk Hogan on here because it takes a really special kind of scumbag to get racist stuff into a porno. 
Well, he's very talented. He's a very that. talented man. <laughs> well, he, let me uh, tell you something, brother. He, uh, my favorite thing about Hulk Hogan is his acting, uh, honestly, when he... <laughs> He was in the movie uh, uh, No Holds Barred. It's a classic movie where he, oh, oh yeah, his acting is so bad in it that um, <laughs> his acting is so bad that they will often show he was acting with Joan Severance, the act, actor Joan Severance, and they would often show Joan Severance listening to him because his acting was so bad they could not actually show him saying the words he was saying. Because his act, that's how bad his acting was. They could at least, it's like, look, it's bad enough we gotta hear, if we just hear him say the things and show someone listening to him say them, it's better than watching him say it. So there would be shots of the movie where he's talking and you just see Joan Severance going, uh huh, yeah, yeah, uh huh, okay, uh huh. Oh man, that's terrible. Yeah, and he, the bad thing is he was one of the really, really great talkers when it came to wrestling like he was one of the guys that could run his mouth all day in a wrestling ring but then it comes to real world kind of stuff and he's a jabroni yeah i like the one the rock the one thing where it's him and macho man it's uh where it's like (laughs) literally if you if you go i think i'm gonna do it right now if you go to uh youtube and (laughs) where is it if you type in, um, this is, it just says like, it usually says, um, you would type in like Hulk Hogan, macho man, cocaine. And, <laughs> but for some reason, I'm trying to see where this clip is. Let's see. Macho man, cocaine, Arsenio Hall. Um, this is the clip. It, it, this is the one. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's see. It's no, it's not this video game commercial. Um. Oh yeah. Oh macho man. Warrior of darkness. Oh yeah. Hulk Hogan's like, let me tell you, brother. I'm talking about the ionosphere. We got a taste of it a little earlier on here on Saturday night's main event when the madness melt the mania. Can you hear this call? I am talking about Macho Madness and Hulkamania. Two mega powers beating here tonight. Hulk Hogan, what is happening? Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Now, I just want to say, Hulk Hogan cannot make eye contact with mean Gene Okerlund, the announcer. He's staring at, he's staring at uh, Macho Man Randy Savage's knees. <laughs> And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. It's all right. Because we just might blow the whole planet up, you know. Everybody knows that Hulkamania <laughs> is the strongest force in this universe. But when I hit that ring... You know what it's like? It's like in Boogie Nights when they're trying to get the tapes back at the recording studio. Yeah. Like, the record can't be a hit. If you don't give us the tapes back, we can't have a hit record. And I saw what the madness was all about. I realized there was a whole other universe out there, a whole other frontier, and the power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24-inch guns out. Man. You mean to tell me there is another solar system, Macho oh, Man? Unbelievable. I'm still in a state of shock right now. In fact, I don't think I'm going to be coming down for a long period of time. I don't think I'm going to be coming down for a long period of time. <laughs> I think that has something to do with those uh, little white lines he was sniffing. Yeah. 
I don't think I'm going to be coming down for a long period of time. Right now. In fact, I don't think I'm going to be coming down for a long yeah, period of time. Yeah, reckless abandon is what it used to be. Yeah. But now Hulk Hogan is not talking. It's Macho Man's thing, but uh, his moment. But Hulk Hogan is like, like casually just flexing and staring at his arm as he flexes. <laughs> And he always had those weird muscly hot dog arms. They're like, there's like no veins or anything. It's like, it's like weird wet muscle, like weird, like inflated, like water balloon arms. Like they're the biggest arms you've ever seen, but there's like no, strangely, no definition to them. They just, it looks like hot dogs. Oh, it's crazy. He was so juiced up on steroids. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. How dare you? Let me play more of Allegedly. this. Let me play more of this. Big man, right here, the big man, yeah. He endorsed Macho Man, this, and he gave me direction, yeah. Reckless Abandon used to be, but direction now with the mega, yeah, the mega, yeah, the mega powers, yeah. Mega powers, yeah. I feel the power now. I feel the power right there, big man, yeah. Sure, yeah. the head over the head, Macho Man. Oh, no, man, I'm all right. They've never been better, yeah. Don't you worry about the hit over the head, man. I'm just worried about where we're going from here. Is it this stratosphere, man? Is it the ionosphere with the madness and the mania? Is it the str- like? That I think is- he just learned those words that day. Is it that the stratosphere, man? Is it the ionosphere? Oh, yeah, I'm going to Macho Man and Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. We're going to do the madness and the Macho Man and the Hulk Hogan. Oh, and they, they're just sweating <laughs> profusely also. They're drenched as they're doing this. Drenched in sweat. Yeah. This is not, they have not, they're not wrestling right now. They're just standing and they are drenched <laughs> in sweat. You're just hanging out backstage by catering and yeah. Oh my, this is this is one of the best clips ever. Oh my is, goodness! Did they do that really dumb handshake thing in that video? Yeah, that's the one where they go to do the handshake and they're like tentatively oh. bringing their hands close to each other, which is so strange. It's such a strange moment. Yeah. Oh, wrestling's weird, man. I don't. Yeah. Wrestling is its own like small world within the world i guess yeah man a weird right. place i i used to wrestle for a little while and, hold, hold uh, on wait 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 how did we <laughs> how did we bury the lead on this one you wrestled my bad. yeah i mean i wasn't i wasn't famous or anything but uh yeah i did what was the biggest really match hurt. you did what was the biggest match oh man it was crap it was probably in front of like 75 people Okay, and what was your wrestling name? Uh, I went by my my own name, uh, Jeremy Punswick, but I went by the Canadian Nightmare as my little nickname. You were called the Canadian Nightmare. Yeah, I wanted. I, were you I dressed a like a slice of pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I, I dressed like uh, Kawhi Leonard. Mm, yeah. Fred from Honolulu just did a backflip when you Uh-oh. said that because he's like, "Aha! I told you he's not going. He's not going to resign with Toronto." Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because of the bad pizza up there. I heard. I, that's what I heard too. He didn't like how they cut a slice into two half slices. 
And they even, the whole entire city offered him free food everywhere he goes forever. Yeah, don't they know that? Yeah, no, I wonder why. That's, if anything, that, that was, that was what drove him out of the city. That he was, (laughs) that, that all that terrible food was going to be free. He said, that's it, I'm not even, Uh, yeah. Stupid town anymore. It's hard enough to eat this food when I pay for it. Now they're just going (laughs) to keep bringing it to me and I'm not going to (laughs) pay? All right, my friend. Yeah. You, you have a great night. Thanks for a great call. Do the same. Thank night. you. It's a good guy. Good guy. <clears throat> uh, Pat or Jason, did you see who uh, who I had a Twitter conversation with this week? No? Well, let me just say it went a little something like this. This person tweeted, where is it? Tell me this guy didn't take it down. Now here it is. My first TV spot. What a country. And then he put a clip of his first appearance on television, which is in a a beer commercial. And then someone tweeted, he tweeted my first TV spot. And what did uh, a clever uh, young man tweet back at him? In Russia, TV spots you first. Because he used the word TV and the word spot and first. And I said, in Russia, TV spots you first. And he tweeted back, hashtag true. Yakov Smirnov. And he put the little crying person laughing. So a little emoji of a person crying with laughter. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to brag, but he got his, uh, his main thing got six and 35 and my, uh, my, my reply got two and 36. <laughs> I'm doing, that was a joke, by the way. I just want to say, please, no one think I actually mean like I'm keeping score of t- retweets and likes. I don't care about stuff like that, even though I've dropped some of the biggest even though my uh my one about uh baby uh baby clothes or whatever a baby wearing a Ramon shirt is like a 20,000 like what I don't follow it I don't care whatever they do and my my one about the red hot chili peppers in 2001 I think it's probably somewhere around 30k I don't know who cares it's meaningless I don't get paid for that best show hi hi tom hi to whom am i speaking this is Hal in Portland, Oregon. Hal. Yeah, Hal. How are you tonight, Hal? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, I'm calling in. Uh, my roommates and I all had a very heated discussion surrounding the topic tonight. Okay. Um, but I think we kind of narrowed it down. We tried to pick uh, like one kind of like genre of uh, douchebag or like profession. Okay. And uh, we got it down to uh, the theme around SNL, um, Saturday Night Live. And um, we've got, can I just start? Let's hear it. I'm talking Do you want to do it? Do you want to do No, you're not. You're not talking too much at all. Do you want to do it in a Don Pardo uh, voice? I That would be a dream. I don't know if it's going to be great, but well, I'm going to try if Give that's it a okay. Shot. Give it a shot, Hal. Okay. Um, Chevy Chase. 
Chevy Chase. Call it. No, yeah, sorry. Should yeah, I no, Chevy Chase. That's out? a good one. That's a good okay. one. Okay. Colin Joe's. Colin Joe, who? Going uh, going uh, current. Yeah, okay. a lot of them are current. All right, um, go for Michael it. Michael Che. Michael Che. So you're just going yeah. right for the two weekend update guys. <laughs> well, they're kind of easy targets. Um, mm. So, yeah, those ones are kind of easy. And then the last one's SNL adjacent, I guess. But we're going to go with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those are good. That's so it. you say Chevy Chase, Michael yep. Che, Colin mm-hmm. Jost, and Alec Baldwin. Yep. I'm going to say this. You might want to take Alec Baldwin off this list because he does a pretty sweet uh, Donald Trump impression. You know, that that's that's a really good point. Um, Everybody, it's fabulous. It's the best. It's like, what? You sure you're you're kind of dressed like Trump? Why are you talking that way? No, yeah, he's 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 uh, he's a few like steps away from being Donald Trump. You know, he's very he rides the line. He could easily be Donald Trump in a different life. He you know, is Donald Trump. He is. Yeah, he's he just yeah he's just not as he's just not as successful. Look, Donald Trump's the worst the worst going. Yeah, but he's he 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 he's won at everything he's done. The unfortunate thing about this is he is the ultimate winner in American history. He's the greatest mm-hmm. winner that this country has ever seen. He decided to go into real estate because his dad did it, and somehow he's huge at it, and even when he's not. Then he says, like, you know, what if I become a celebrity? And then he writes a book, and it's huge. He doesn't even write it. And then he's like, well, maybe I'll be a TV star. And then he is. Yeah. And then the next thing he says is, yeah, I'll run for president. And he wins. <laughs> it's like kind of heartbreaking a little bit. Like that, you know, so many good things happen to such a bad person. It's you know? the greatest and worst story in American history. Truly. It's a really good American story for sure. So it's so gross, yet it's I don't even know. It makes me sick to my stomach, but you cannot believe that he pulled it off. No, yeah, that it all the time. I'm just like, look, that's why I still can't believe it. Look, unlike Jason, I didn't vote for him. <laughs> Jason, and he's off board now. He's off board. He'll be the first one to tell you. What what got him on board? <laughs> he he uh, what finally did it. The stuff on on Saturday. Oh okay. He uh, strike number one. He said now he's an undecided voter. Oh. Yeah. He's an wow. undecided voter. Undecided wow. voter. Oh well, I just don't know. I don't know who I want to vote for. The election. Come on, Dudio. The election. I like. No, I'm not doing Dudio impression now. Of course. But it's that thing where it's like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Uh, the election's four days away. Okay, I just still don't know. I can't make my mind up. Uh, what What are the differences between these two candidates? Really? So you can't tell. I don't know. I'm undecided. That would be just like, for some people, be like, yeah, I don't know whether I should uh, eat this uh, eat this hamburger or eat, <laughs> eat that pile of dirt over there. I don't know. I'm undecided. 
Sorry, guys. I don't need to get too political. It's a pretty biting political analysis up in here. So I apologize for the heat. Sometimes you just got to go there. Right. That's Sometimes right. it's just that's, like a heat of the moment kind of a thing. That's right, Hal. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. You have well, a, Tom, you, you have a good night, too. You have a great night. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Beshow, hi. Hi. This is Santi from Philadelphia. Well, what's your first name? Santi. Santi. How are you tonight? Very well. A lot of calls from Philly tonight, Santi. Always. We love you, Tom. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. I love Philly, too. I oh, love Philly. Good. That's good. Which Fair one do you like? What do you like? Gyms or Pats or, or which place do you go to when you want to cheat? I actually cheese? think both of those are no good. I went once and got uh, cold mushrooms on my cheesecake. Yeah, no, those places are disgusting tourist traps. Yeah, but you got to, if you're going to go to one, you got to go to Pats because Gino's is the one that's all the, like, Weird conservative messaging, like order in English, we're in America, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So if you got to go to one of the big ones, Pats is at least not like openly racist. But let's also but the like, are still cold. maybe we don't eat cheesesteaks. How about that? Maybe we, maybe we I find mean, something better to eat. What tonight. do we need, Tom? Maybe, we need cheesesteaks. Maybe we skip the cheesesteaks. A cheese little bit of pleasure sometimes. Yeah, a little bit of pleasure is what we're talking about. <laughs> We don't need to eat those yeah. cheese steaks. Yeah. All right, buddy. Okay. So what do you got for? What do you, uh, what, what do you oh, got, I'm Santi? Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. What what uh, what brought you to calling the show tonight, Santi? Well, I have a Mount Dushmore and a little question. So my Mount Dushmore is Damien Hurst, the artist, Jared Leto, the actor, Guy Fieri, the chef, and Jeffrey Epstein, topical. The entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Entrepreneur Jeffrey man. Epstein. Yeah, exactly. Now, so that's your list. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good list. What yeah. about Guy? Why would you put Guy Fieri on a thing like that? He's harmless. I don't know. I just, it was kind of a joke, douchebag one. Um, but. He ain't hurt no one. Know. Just the way he's, yeah, he's, but he's still, you can be a harmless douchebag, right? That's like, true. Like he's not, he's just dressing up like he wants to be on this mountain. Yeah. The Switzerland of douchebags. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So why, so okay, so that's why he's on the list. What, 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 yeah. what else you got for me? Why, so, why, why, uh, why, who is the first person? Damien Hurst. You don't like you don't artist. like skulls. You don't like skulls with uh, with uh, stickers on them. He just is like uh, it's all just about the amount of money that the work is for, and he kind of just like laughs about how much his work gets sold for. And he was kind of the first modern artist just selling this kind of random stuff for tons of money. Yeah. And I don't know. He hangs out with Bono all the time. And, like, Bono's philanthropic, but also, like... I mean, I I thought that my favorite artist that sells just anything is A.P. Mike. Well, of course. I mean... APMike.Bandcamp.com. Yeah. Who do you think would sell more of just anything, A.P. Mike or Damien Hurst? 
I think AB Mike, because Damien Hurst, his prices are so high, only a few can buy it. Mm-hmm. But AP Mike, he gives you a good deal. He does, yeah. And I'm sure he's got thousands of more books mm-hmm. just waiting to be sold. Good deals. Good deals all around. Yeah. All right, my friend. Anything else you'd like to say? Um, I, I'm interested in your take on this fluoride in the water like theory. I don't, I don't. I honestly don't know enough about any of that stuff. Okay. All right. Anyway, my my aunt is really obsessed with it, and uh, my little cousin I heard over July Fourth weekend say like fluoride is toxic and it's just like spreading now to the youth. I'm just like what? Uh, I, I, I don't know. You, you you're not going to weigh in. I don't I don't know enough about it. I swear. I just I've never I I don't pay attention to it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your well, opinion of it? Give me your opinion. Your fast opinion. I guess the take is that fluoride is put in our water so that we're brainwashed and more like malleable. Yeah. To be oh no, no, I do believe in that. Oh, I do believe in that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, don't, I just I don't think like I don't, I don't, I don't follow so... any of that stuff. I literally did not know when people talked about fluoride in the water what they were even referencing. Yeah, that's the big thing. Okay. It just seems like the government. A government this ineffectual can't cover something that big up, you know? All right. That's my take. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would probably agree with you on that because people are stupid. <laughs> Sometimes. But I don't know. I, I will read up on it and come in next week. I'll be an expert on it. Oh, no. There's going to be, be some people who. I'll be the one that talks who... all about it. The whole show is going to be just about that. And then the week <laughs> after will be just about that. And then people will blame you. For the new oh, direction of the best show. Good. They'll say Santi did it. Yeah, they'll put something besides fluoride in my water. Oh, yeah. no. All right, Santi, you have a great night. You t- did you guys order pizza? Good pizza? The kind Mike hates. I hope you didn't eat all of it. Good, good. Thank you. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's going. To to whom am I speaking? Uh, This is Brandon in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Brandon in New Brunswick, New Jersey, home of? Rutgers. Rutgers. I'm actually visiting by way of St. Louis, Missouri, so only here for a few days, but enjoying my stay so I hope you enjoy all the sights and the, the great food. And the good pizza, the good as pizza. opposed to the uh, disgusting cracker. May, yeah, maybe uh, you go get a Stromboli. That's right. That's right. So why, why, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, my friend? Well, I had a few for the topic, a few for Mount Douchemore. Let's hear it. All right. I uh, haven't been listening too long, but um, assuming Morrissey may be on there already. Morrissey has made a few first. lists. He's made a few lists. Okay. Uh, how about Dave Mustaine? Dave Mustaine, that's the first for tonight. Dave Mustaine, Metallica, uh, Metall- former Metallica guitarist and Megadeth frontman, Dave Mustaine. Ex-Metallica, yes, yes. Yes. Um, so uh, originally thought he was all right. Obviously not a big fan of the vocals, but um saw him on Rock and Roll Jeopardy back in maybe the late 90s. He was, uh, he was going up against George Clinton in Moon Unit Zappa, some hard-hitting competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were both obviously 
not not all there. And he, uh, I mean, Alex Trebek was throwing up some some softballs for him. I believe one of the questions was, uh, you know, heavy metal legend Prince of Darkness. So in the so in the blank there. Um, and then I read something a few years ago about how he likes to put hexes on people and how he believes in witchcraft. Have you heard about this? Was Dave Mustaine? Dave Mustaine. I have not heard about that. So I pulled up a quote here, just to cite my sources here. This is yeah. from the Fresno radio station 1051 The Blaze. Yeah. He was speaking about a song called The Conjuring that he wrote in 1986. Um, about how he refuses to do it in his concerts nowadays because, quote, I used to do black magic when I was a kid, and I put a hex on a dude, and his leg kind of got messed up. The other one was I put a sex hex on this girl, and the night, the next night she was in my bed, so I think that it worked. So, uh, that, um, that. Yeah, that, uh, that's, um... Horrifying. It's truly horrifying <laughs> what you just read. I don't even know where I mean, you, to start on that. Right. You take one look at the guy and it makes sense, but I mean he seems he seemed harmless enough. But then you read things like this and he's uh, walking around really... throwing sex hexes on people. Right. And I mean what what happened to the guy's leg? I need to know more about that. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's uh, that's some creepy stuff. So he's number two on your list. Who's number three? Number two, uh, number three is Win Butler of the Arcade Fire. Come on, why? Why would you put him on the thing? Okay, I have only one, only one reason, and I don't know why this sticks in my brain. Now, which song? Them... Look, are they do which one? Hey, boom, boom. Is that Arcade Fire? Hey, I believe in you. You belong to me. I believe in you know, them. Sweet. Ha, ha. No, I don't think it was that one. Are they the one that um, do, I will wait, not, I will not, wait for you? Is that them? I will wait, the, I will wait for you. Oh, it might, might as well be them, though. But they do the, li- the lies, rebellion lies. Though. Every time you close your eyes, I don't know that one. Okay. I think that was a song I heard them do on SNL, maybe mid-2000s or so. But he um, played the song, fairly mid-tempo you know, indie rock song, but he was playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Backed by probably a 12 piece band. And Your wife, smashed, is she here? He smashed the acoustic guitar at the uh, end of the, end of the set. And it kind of threw me off. And I, he's been on my Mount Douchemore. Cause he smashed an acoustic time, so. guitar. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a fan of it. it. You know, it was like one of those, I think it was mic'd up. It wasn't even plugged in. So it just wasn't cool. And, it was, you know, 80 BPM or something, such a slow song, and it, it didn't make any sense. From the smash and acoustic. Yeah, I mean... Look, it, hey, man, it's your list. Your list. I, right. I guess. Yeah, I guess. So who's then, number four? Um, who's number four on your list? Number four is uh, Ginger Baker of Cream. The, the, the hot-tempered, maniacal drummer. Right, and, and I know we were, you were talking about Hawkwind a bit, and... Um, they make the rounds on the best show, but uh, yeah, you've seen the. Have you seen the documentary? I think it's called "Beware of Mr. Baker." I have, I have. It's it's uh, it's uh, a very interesting, very scary, pretty horrifying. And he seems like a scary guy. He's, I see a thing like that; I mean, it makes me want to fight the guy a little bit, even though he's right, well, eighty-five he, he ended years up old. In a fight with the documentarian. Yeah, I know, but it makes me want to fight him now. Just be like, "Ah, hey, he's so tough, huh?" I know, because huh? I, I know he's super old. Years old. I know he's super old. I could probably beat him. 
You could. I think he's 80 probably by now. But yeah, when but the documentary me. was made. I don't scare him. He scares me. He'd have an edge on me. Right, right, right. And, like, who is he trying to prove with the with the amount of cigarettes he can smoke? Like, you know, you look over and it's like, it might as well just be one cigarette smoking another cigarette. And these two guys are trying to go, like, Mm-hmm. The guy's trying to match him, like, cigarette for cigarette by the end of it. That's the, very the, the documentary. Cool. It's very cool to try to match someone's cigarette for cigarette. Right. I, I think they were filterless, too, so even yeah. cooler. Yeah. So, why? Uh, yeah, that's a, your list. It, it, look, it's your list. It's your list. I'm not going to question right. it. Right, you have a good night. You too. I belong to you. You belong to me. I belong... Hey, Best show, hi. Hello? Tom? Yes, hi. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's Paul from Toronto? Paul from Toronto. What's up, Paul? Not much of excellent topic. What do you got for me, Paul? Okay, so that guy from Nova Scotia couldn't come up with the... Some American D banks. Like who represents America? Like who represents the worst of America to a uh, to a Canadian? That okay, one, well, who would you say? You said you also preface 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 it by saying non political. So I'm going by no one in the three branches of the government. Okay. All right. Kid Rock. Okay. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Okay. Uh, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. And because um, it's four, right? Four. Yes. Uh, maybe David Hasselhoff. I don't know. David Hasselhoff. No, I had a better one. I just can't remember it. Okay, but look, you got three anytime, of them. A, anytime you come on the phone, it stirs me. You don't worry I'm, about it, Paul. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. You're a quality caller. What? That's you know what? That's probably one of the best things I've ever heard. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you heard it because it's true. Well, I'm glad what you do. Well, I'm glad what you do. I'm even more glad what you do. We're going to have a glad off. I know. Anyways, I don't want to take too much of your time. You call any time you want, buddy. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good night, Tom. You too. I belong to you. You belong to me. Best show. Hi. Oh, hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? It's uh, Donnie in Buffalo. Donnie in Buffalo. What's up in Buffalo tonight, Donnie? It's uh, it, it's it's quiet here. It's kind of nicely quiet for a change. But um, I want to call. It's not exactly on topic, but you started talking about Frank Sinatra, and you were uh, playing. You started going to like the whole Watertown riff. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you: Did you ever did you ever listen to the Rod McEwen record that he did? No, no I did not. It's actually. It's actually really good. It's this record called A Man Alone. And it has a, it's kind of like a, it's, 
kind of like his existential sort of thing. But, you know, Rod McEwen never gets any real respect. No. Whether he deserves it or not, I don't know. Saw the he poet. He's a poet, right? He was like, yeah, he was like the 70s kind of pop poet, but mm-hmm. he made this, Sinatra took a bunch of his songs and did this record, and it's actually a pretty good record. Um, and nobody ever really listens to it. Um, and it's kind of like, it's like that and Watertown, I think are like the lowest selling records of the whole reprise era of Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of just, uh, it made me think like, I don't think people really hear it. And I always get in these arguments with people, uh, like, you know, people who work in record stores and people who listen to those kind of things, uh, of whether or not, like, have you ever heard this record? And there's always people who are like, they like the Bob Gaudio thing. Mm-hmm. Of Watertown, um, but I'm, I always stick with this this whole thing about it, this sort of existential darkness of this weird record that came from this like pop poet guy from the seventies. Um, that's Sinatra made. Well, I'll very, check I'm, it out. I'll check the Rod McEwen Frank Sinatra album out. Frank Sinatra is not one of my favorites. You should just know it's not one of my favorites. Okay, but okay. So this leads me to the second part of this call. Yeah. Um, so I I was intrigued because I was sitting listening to the show and I'm reading this book by uh, this guy George Sanders who is Sinatra's valet butler. Okay. And I've read I've read a lot of Sinatra books. Probably uh-huh. the only person I've read more books about would maybe be Bob Dylan or the Beatles. Um, so this book though, it's totally worth looking at. It, it it's called uh, Mr. S, and it came out I think in like the nineties. And he, so he was, he was, um, he was an African American from New Orleans and he was, he was Sinatra's valet. The stories that he tells though are totally insane, uh, about JFK, Sinatra, everybody in Hollywood. And, uh, I mean, like, I would, I would read you a passage from it right now, but I don't even think it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't clear the, uh, the best show code of ethics. Yeah, let's keep it, keep, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, Mr. S is the name of the book. Yeah, it's a pretty good book though. All right. I'll take the recommendation. All right. Good talking to you. All right, buddy. You have a great night. All right. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Best show. Hi. Hello? Hello. You can barely hear. I can hear you. Well, that's good. What's up? It is. What's up? Oh, I can't hear shit. Oh, goodbye. I don't have to tell you, buddy. Get your phone fixed. I took 900 calls tonight. Best show, hi. Hey, how you doing, Tom? It's uh, Sean from uh, Long Island. Good evening. How are you, Sean? Doing all right, doing all right. I hope you're doing well as well. I am, I am. What do I, um, to what do I have the pleasure of this call, Sean? I was just calling about the uh, the mountain what do you got um, for it? I, I, I wasn't I wasn't listening live, so I'm gonna assume Morrissey made the cut. Morrissey has made the cut more than anyone tonight. <laughs> that was he made of all my uh, draft lists. He made the the list the most as well. Um, uh, what about uh, Spike Lee for the hats that he wears to the next game? The cat in the hat hats. Nobody said Spike Lee for the cat in the hat hats that he wears. Um, I didn't know that was uh, such a uh, issue, but if it's your issue, it's your issue. 
Uh, it's, it's always in the, the bottom front of my my TV. Right. Uh, you know, he, he paid to be there. Don't worry, you don't, um, have, you don't have to explain. I'm, <laughs> uh, I, it's, this is like a, a preventative one. Is um, uh, James Cameron for kind of the what I'll assume will be kind of the the big finale chunk of his career, devoting it to the Avatar movies and multiple sequels. Yeah, well, look, that's a, I, I'm not gonna, yeah, whatever. I, 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 these Avatar movies, this is gonna be the most fascinating thing ever, cause nobody, nobody, I don't think anybody cares about Avatar. At all. Like, when's I, the last time I anybody, seen, when's the last time anybody's like, oh, I watched Avatar again? Well, I, I hadn't seen it since it came out, and then I went a couple of weeks ago to Disney and went on the ride. Which was really cool. It was a good ride. They, they had the, 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 the avatar in the jar and all that. And so we came home, my wife and I, and watched the movie. And I was like, yeah, this, but this movie just is no good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it was like, so that it was that front of mind. And then um, another one is, uh, like, I guess, Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop. Yeah, she's got the goop thing where it's all the all the uh, the advice and and uh, uh, creams and stuff, right? Is that what goop is? Yeah, yeah, it's all these you know kind of ridiculous uh, yeah. things that are pitched into a newsletter, and then your you list know. sounds like a very irritated list. Like these are not the villains <laughs> oh. of the planet. No, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not. No. I'm not saying. I'm not judging it. I'm not judging. Uh, if this um, is who, the, if I, this is your list, it's your list. Can I can I uh, do a bonus Janice multi faced um, face? It's not. I'll allow. I'll allow it for you. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, so I think the the primary face is is Gene Simmons, but then it rotates from there into Chad Kroger, Scott Stapp, and Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. Chad Kroger came up before. Somebody put the entire band Nickelback on the list. <laughs> Are they four people by chance? Is it did it, the symmetry work out that way? Or I think they they just wanted Nickelback to be one of the faces, if I remember correctly. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah, those are my. Uh, well, it's a good. That's a take. good list. I appreciate you calling, buddy. You have a yeah, great night. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Take care. Best show. Hi. Hey, what's up? Not a whole lot. Who's this? This is Sean in Riverdale. Sean in Riverdale. What's up in Riverdale, Sean? Where's I don't know, man. You don't know? Well, you're there. Is this Tom? Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm so nervous. Well, don't be nervous, Sean. I'm here. We're talking. I don't know. I, I know our, uh, Morrissey already made the... Uh... Made the cut. All right, yeah. Well, don't worry. Who do you? Who else would be on your list? <sighs> Christian Slater. Christian Slater. What did he do? Not much. So that's why you're mad. At him. You're mad at him because he didn't do enough good stuff. I don't know. I mean, what kind of good stuff have I done? Oh man, Tom. What man? Me up. I'm so nervous. Well, Sean. Okay, Sean, I'm going to I'm going to help you through this. Close your eyes. Are they closed? No. Why wouldn't you close? Much. I told you to close them. Close them. 
I know. You're the maestro. Okay. Close your eyes. Clo- eyes closed. Now take it. They're going to take a breath in. Ready? No, yep. that's a way. It's way in. too choppy. It's way too choppy. We take it. We're going to do five seconds. Ready? Five second inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Now hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Now you're going to release slowly. There you go. Okay, buddy. All right. All right. Now, now you open your eyes slowly. Yep. Now tell me about this list. I hate Mother Teresa. No. And I know you don't like to get political. You hate Mother Teresa. Yeah. Okay. Can you is that too? Is it's that fine. Too, uh, Give me one reason why you hate Mother Teresa. Because she loved suffering. Like she got her jollies watching people suffer? Not only did she get her jollies watching people suffer, they made money off it. And that's the worst. That is. That's pretty bad. To, to monetize, you, to monetize like suffering. Look, buddy, we're, t- we're talking. Don't you? Wa- I'll tell you what I don't like. Okay. Monetizing okay. suffering is bad. That's bad. I'm with you. Who else I'm is on your list? I, I, you told me that, but you, you're doing great. Who else is on your list, buddy? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Okay. He disappointed me. With, I, he look, he wasn't that actor. bad. He wasn't that bad in Baby Driver. Okay. Look, the movie's terrible. He wasn't that bad in it. Is that why you don't like him? Can you can you fault the guy for wanting a paycheck, though? No, I can't. I was making a joke. I was making a joke. Go ahead. Who's fourth? Who's fourth on your list? (sighs) I don't know. Should I go into the seventies, the eighties, the nineties? It's your list. It's your list, my friend. It's your list. I'm trying not to get political. What about Interpol? No, no, not Interpol. Um, the Strokes. The Strokes. The band The Strokes. Yes. And yes. what what would the make them? The why would they make the list? Because they took a Tom Petty song and they mm. got a hit with it and they got away with it. Drives you nuts, right? I wouldn't say nuts, but mm-hmm. it, it's still annoying. Well, does it so, also bother so, you that Tom Petty, all the all the all the biting he did of the birds, does that bother you too? No, because he played them live and he was all into the it. Strokes play their songs he, live, Sean. But but they didn't hire the singers to do all the harmonies like Tom Petty did. Look, it's your list. If the strokes bug you, they bug you. Did I make the list? You did. You did it, buddy. Sweet. All right, you have Can a great night. Can I also night. say David Crosby? No, I wish, you could. I wish you could, buddy. All right, final call of the night. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is uh, Kyle in Chicago. Kyle in Chicago. What's up, Kyle? Uh, not much. I was just uh, thinking about, about Douchemore. Um I, I didn't hear all of the previous callers, but I think I have um, four. Who do you got? Who do you got? Um, so the first one, you can actually take your pick. It's either uh, Dennis Miller or Dennis Leary. I'll go with Dennis Miller. 
right. The second one is Dennis Rodman. All right. Now, why, why would Dennis Rodman make the list? Just because of the North Korea stuff. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Sure. No, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, okay. And I, I, I don't think you're going to like the third one, but um, better not if you'd hear me out to the fourth one. Oh, better not be AP Mike. I'm telling you. If you say AP Mike... <sighs> What's he doing these days? Does he have something beyond the calendar, or is it? He's working. He, he, he was working. It, it, it's some work tonight. What? Uh, a... Go to his uh, apmike.bandcamp.com. He's got stuff up there. Who's number three on your list? Now I'm intrigued. You said I'm number not going to like. Is, it. Uh, number three is Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. Now, see Can on you the see list. My theme here. Can you see my theme uh, here? There's with... a fair amount of Dennis's showing up on your list. That's right. I was. I was really. And who's number four? Hi, I'm Dennis. Yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Who's uh, number four on your list? Uh, Dennis Kucinich. Dennis Kucinich, the politician. Yeah. I have one obvious reason for that, but I know you don't like to get into it. Just so you can say it, what is it? Well, he supported our president's um, inaugural speech. He was supposedly a ally of the left, and then suddenly he comes out and says, speech is great. Um, and that's enough for me to there you go. chalk okay. him up next to Dennis the Menace. It's your list, man. All right, buddy. You did a great job. You have a great night. Uh, thank you so much. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Right? Hey, everybody. I'm going to wind the show down now. Say good night. Special will be back next week. We'll keep doing it the way we do it. Because that's how we do it, and that's the only way we know how to do it. Thanks for listening. And we will be back. Thank you, and good night! what it's all about doesn't matter if it's funny doesn't matter if anybody gets it it's funny hey call the time you want laugh about it tomorrow laugh about it in an hour back get it